Welcome to the Paper Dungeon Podcast. Today's episode, empowered by the mother goddess Lanantari, Edward sets out to navigate the Crimson Wastes yet again in order to find the final piece of the Rod of Seven Parts. With the help of Leshka and the brought back to life Tarak, will Edward succeed in this divinely appointed mission? Find out in this episode of the Paper Dungeon. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Paper you? Dungeon. I, uh, I didn't realize we're back, baby. We it's gonna be a good night. So I was just contemplating why my facial hair is thicker right here than it is on the rest of my face, and so that was weird flex, I, but okay. Yeah, you know, DJ just destroyed my, my clean in intro. I'm so sorry, Drew. I didn't. Uh, I missed the the hand of God statement. Typically, that's what my that's my. I cue. didn't say it today. Yeah, I was nobody said it. We were riffing. I missed it. I missed it. By anyway, my new best friend. we're gonna be playing D and D tonight. Welcome back to another episode of the Paper Dungeon. As always, we are very very excited playing tonight. Also, I'm wearing some jewelry, so I'm sorry if I clink a little too much. Stop! No, stop! 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 The clinking. Um. Yes, thank you, Anchor. That's exactly what I'm. Uh, that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, <clears throat> before we get started with tonight's episode, we do have a few quick announcements to get through. Let's go ahead and start with Senor Aaron Cleberad, since he failed me before the stream. They also hey, know he's also known as Mr. AC, the coolest on the block. Okay, bud, calm it down. Um, take well. about twenty to twenty-five percent off the top there, bud. <laughs> yeah, just. <laughs> Just calm it down a bit. Um, first off, we have a website, www.thepaperdungeon.com, on which we have a merch store that you can buy merch from. That's what it's for. You should go to the store. That's right. It's like Dr. Seuss. Um, additionally, we have a Discord. That Discord is pretty cool. It's filled with a bunch of other people like you who like Dungeons & Dragons and like the Paper Dungeon and all sorts of other stuff like that. So you can, you can talk to people, stop and say hello, plug your own stream, do some stuff like that. It'll be great. That's everything. Back to you. Fantastic. Well done, sir. Uh, Drew, would you please go next? Uh, yeah, guys, uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, if you want to support the show, aside from uh, sharing us with your friends, which is very important, uh, you can uh, donate on Streamlabs Donate, or you can give us money on Ko-Fi, or the place to really do it is on Patreon, because uh, there's some extra content that you can get there and check out. And and more content to come in like three ish months. So hold out nice. for that, guys. Uh, and also check us out on other social media platforms like Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, not Facebook. Uh, yeah, not Facebook. Don't go to Facebook. Hashtag never Facebook. You mean Meta? Uh, no. Well, no, it's still Facebook. It's I, yeah, by Matt. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I said Twitter before. It's, Catch us it's, on Threads, bro. It's coming up now. So whatever. Did, oh, did you start we don't say that. I think from now on we should stream exclusively through VR chat. <laughs> we through the metaverse. Yeah, through I, the metaverse. That's the I worst idea you've in ever the had. Metaverse. I think TPG needs to start a be real. Oh, bro. That's, that's where it's really going to be at. Next what week will be fully real? AI. <laughs> so Grant, Be Real is a social media platform where you can't, the idea is that you can't um, like make it fake. So at random times. Oh, I know about day, this. It will prompt you and you have five minutes to post exactly what you're doing. And people right. absolutely lie. 
people are like sending perfect little pictures and it's like, no, you're not doing that right now. Well, I mean, they're not the same time every day. So it's like, right. It could be 2 p.m. one day and then 7 p.m. the next day. I don't know. I don't have it. So there's my speculation. But that's the idea behind it. Anyway, next week we'll that. be streaming entirely from Tinder. Not a bad idea. We'll pocket that. <laughs> pocket that <laughs> Just one in there. Put that one in the back pocket. Grant, you have our next announcement. Hey guys, thanks for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of your visual and audio experience today. If you enjoy the paper dungeon, please, I beg of you, please, for the love of God, show up on a Monday evening <laughs> while we're live and talk to us. If you have Amazon Prime, you can get a free sub and help us with money because we're destitute. <laughs> so you can go to right, Twitch if you have Amazon Prime. There. Well, just a little Please. Uh, For more personal matters, I, I haven't been feeling very well, so I got myself some coffee with some sugar in it, and I think it's working. So we're going to have a doozy of an episode today. We haven't played Edward oh in a few God. weeks, and so... Here we go. Cheers to a great episode. Thank you, everybody. Bro. While, while we're on the topic. Also, thank you to also, the Anchored Anki for your full support in all of our endeavors. You know, and if you happen Domiano. to be a, a cute girl, you know, from mm. the age of, you know, probably 21 to 25. Where are you going? Are you saying I'm, are you saying I'm single right now? That is... Well, that is know. true. Are you not? I, Who is I'm it? Not, I'm not <laughs> looking for an audience member. <laughs> Who took you from me? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you like it? Oh, what my is happening? I'm fighting Thank you guys so much. With all of that being said, let's go ahead and start tonight's episode of The Paper Dungeon. Drew, please roll the clip. Get us out. Welcome to Nico Muris, a world of lost legend and forgotten lore. As the world, still recovering from the decimation of the trial, approaches the turn of the century, ancient evil returns with a lust for darkness and ruin. Follow us into a planar conspiracy as powers beyond your imagination plot the downfall of all that is right and good. Three years have passed since our heroes fought a war to reclaim a fallen land. Now, they must once again take up arms and write a new story, a tale of glory, fear, and fortune, as they make their way through the Paper Dungeon. monitor i lost a monitor okay wait we're am back. i good we're good. right we're in we're in right now we're back we're i'm back sorry right. about everything that just happened i i, I lost the monitor for a second all right we're good all right i i don't know Are what happened better now all, both my screens went black so wait oh okay let's all take a collective deep breath and collect ourselves we've had some weird energy in the studio okay <laughs> ready week. breathe in two one 
three. Thank you. I did it in reverse, so the energy has escalated. <laughs> in our previous episodes, our party has had quite a doozy of a time, haven't you guys? You guys fought Rikorum. I don't know. Have we guys? You guys I feel like died. it's been pretty doozy-ish. You know, the dying part was really the doozy. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, you died and went into the afterlife. Um, but it wasn't really what you were expecting as none of your souls went to where they were supposed to go. Instead, they were all hijacked by the mother goddess, Lanantari, where she put you in a uh, uh, mirror plane to whatever, just a, a, a physical embodiment of a place that you could actually comprehend so that you could comprehend her being here with you, being the mother of all creation. And each of you were um, kind of put through different scenarios to test to see if you would be willing to still continue to, I gotta take this one off so I'm not clinking, uh, continue to fight. Catherine. After stumbling through the woods, reliving the battles of your past and wondering if any of it was worth it, you found yourself in a small cabin. Outside of the cabin, there was a garden where you met Lon and Taria. She was gardening and you guys had a lovely conversation talking about it basically boiling down to if you were still willing to fight. You agreed to which she then gave you a word, a word that gave you power over death. And you learned the skill, uh, the ability basically to cast uh, power word kill. You were then returned to the material plane where you found yourself in uh, um, Moon, not Moonkari, excuse me, uh, Rivaluna small town off the coast, not too far away from the northern mountains where Rikorum resided. You then met up with a resurrected Kiyomura who had a similar experience with Lanantari and a newly revived Vizen who also was there to help you with your battle against Rikorum. You guys then made your way across the country into the mountains and into the belly of the beast, quote unquote, to face Rikorum. You had an epic battle that resulted in Rikorum's death, and that's where we left off with you. Our last episode, we had Abanthi. Abanthi, when you died, your soul found itself guiding a woman to the top of a volcano. You quickly realized who this woman was, and you guys discussed the theory of control over chaos and Lanantari's failure and how that has resulted in Clovar. She also gave you access to the source of all magic, mana, and the control over it. And thus you gained your font, which allowed you to compose new spells, empower your previous spells, um, and many other adjustments that you can make to the spells that you have. You then returned to the material plane you met up with Miriam Azima and Lorelai Adrian, uh, the two sacrifices and two other sorcerers and mages who uh, were eager, as you are, to hunt down Wisteria Vale. You guys sucked her into the sixth layer of hell through an arcane gate spell, 
uh, and then proceeded to clap her cheeks. Um, she tried her best to to stay alive. Grant, stop making the face. <laughs> she tried her best to stay alive. I don't need any commentary. You go I, away. Yeah, I'm holding. Yeah, I'll, I'll hold my. T- I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna mute myself now. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. This is the most adult decision you've ever made. She tried her best. She had the ability to bring a portable layer with her, which she tried to retreat to. She tried many times to get away from you guys. She tried force cages and power word kills and meteor swarms and, and everything that she could pull out of her, her back pocket to try and get you guys to get off her case and give her give herself a little bit of time. But in the end, she wasn't able to pull through. And Miriam Azima was able to strike a, a devastating blow that knocked Wisteria Vale out. You guys then imprisoned her on that sixth plane, and that's where we left with you guys. Finally, Edward. You met Lanantari in the Feywild. Specifically, after you found yourself in the, the crazy, colorful, dramatic landscape that is the jungles of the Feywild, you tried to make your way. You ended up meeting an autumn daughter. She led you to the keep of Zestari, the uh, leader, uh, the Archfey of the Sun. Um, Turn off the the uh, notifications on my phone. Uh, the Archfey of the Sun, where you found that she was caring for her mother, for Lanantari, much as a daughter would care for her own mother. Lanantari beckoned you to her bedside, and you guys discussed the future plans of the material plane. How Lanantari would no longer be able to intervene. She has been dying for quite some time, and the new world order was going to need someone to lead it. She entrusted that to you, along with a moat of creation, basically a uh, a sort of wish spell-esque ability where you can create or destroy just about anything, whether that's items, castles, literally just about anything. She then said that you need to return to the material plane to go retrieve the last part of the rod of seven parts hidden within the Scarlet Wastes. You returned, you found yourself in the mountains surrounding the Scarlet Wastes and met up with Leshka. The two of you descended through the mountain range and as you were beginning to make your way towards, I can't remember what we called it, there was an entrance to the, to the Scarlet Wastes that we called, but it's that, that, col- that pit of fire basically where like if you make one wrong step, the columns of fire erupt around you. You're making your way towards that entrance when you saw a lonely orc standing in your path, you quickly discovered that this orc was the resurrected Tarak, brought back to join you and help you in this journey. And that is where we're going to pick up Edward Leshka Tarak. You guys now reunited have made your way through that challenge of fire and find yourself on the bloodstained sands of the Scarlet Wastes. The heat is just blistering. It's, you're in a freaking 115 degree oven. It's bright. You guys have immediately begun to wrap yourselves in claws as you did when you first were in the Scarlet Wastes to avoid sand pelting your skin and ripping open your flesh. What would you like to do? I like to think that this entire time, 
like the entire exposition, right? We we run into track. Uh-huh. You know, Edward tries to, you know, come at him with a devastating blow. Tarek punches him in the face. That's kind of yes. where we left off. Yeah. I imagine yeah. that from then on, it's like, oh, yay. Oh, my gosh, you're back. And then it's like catching each other up, right? Mm-hmm. The whole time, kind of as we're walking. Yeah, I imagine just, we're like, they just this is what's happening. They just to be walking the direction of the desert. It's like partially accidental that they've gotten this far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to skip some of that, like, re- re- recap of Edward kind of telling you whatever. But eventually, when the conversation kind of is resolved, um, Edward will finally... <clears throat> ask Tarak how is this possible how are you back I'm so happy to see you but y- you didn't really you died I saw you die sort of I think I think I'm here because you died how does it make any sense that you're back now well I don't know the full extent of it. But I was... I did die. I remember very clearly being dead. Um, I was fighting in a vast battlefield lit by a dark blue sun that never set. I couldn't quite tell what we were fighting, but I knew that there were orcs at my side. And then after, well, time passed, surely it did, but it's hard to tell when you don't need to rest. And the sun never sets exactly how much time has passed. And then I heard a voice asking me to assist you. And I I considered saying no, but I thought that that would be pretty not cool. And so I said yes. And then I was here. And so I am here. I I also have a question, uh, uh, if, if it does, it's all right. Edward, how are you here? Because last I heard, you were nowhere near here. And I don't, unless I'm mistaken, I thought, I thought Cather and Abathy were the ones who had the means to travel travel between dis- great great fast distances also leshka last you heard edward was dead yeah that i'm getting there i'm getting there okay cool i, I and the thing that i'm most curious about too is like i was at your funeral my guy like no, don't worry <laughs> don't worry leshka i stopped that well no that. no 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 I, it later late, later track you y- yes you i heard what happened to you back in athala Wait, 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 wait. You died again? He, yes, they apparently, they apparently, okay. Okay. I don't it know the full story of what happened, but I think they, they were fighting somebody at like their keep, at like Gabbit's okay. keep. It oh, wasn't somebody. It, oh, how does it You look? have to see it. It's oh my prime. God. Well, actually, so I've good. been there. It look, It's actually, it's actually kind of in, in shambles right now. Oh, oh. What did you do? Ah. Uh, I think I think it, it wasn't. I think me. there was. Well, there were a couple dragons I there. I need to defend they were like, my they honor were like, here. There were like two ancient dragons, like laying on top of the keep. ancient dragons. Like, dragons. You here's the so thing. Many dragons. I <laughs> I did well. Okay, I was doing everything I ought to do. I uh, talked to some this, of the soldiers. 
It's like they're militia people. They said that there was like a really, like a really, really, really big dragon there. Easier to hit. He's like, he's like a, he was like a, he's like King a, of the dragons. like a sapphire dragon or something. Sapphires, those are just rocks. <laughs> I'm with you on this one, Trey. I have no idea how they let this happen. It sounds like, it sounds like a complete biff on, on that part. <laughs> I'm just saying, okay. back, in, back okay. when I was a part of the group, this never would have flown. I, okay, you know, maybe. And I think too, if maybe. they just called me, I would have come by in a jiffy and helped out too. You know, like hey, what about this? Didn't you, if we were, I, did you, we were. It feels it like this totally attack. could have been avoided. Do you have it anyone was, else? Did anyone else? Did it, uh, uh, did you like replace me with some mighty barbarian? Oh yeah, they have a wizard. I, a wizard? Yeah, what? he's. I think he's, his name well, what is Abaddon. What was Abbott he even doing? And I, he was shouldn't he have been able doing, to call We did our best. We it was it was Don't wizards a surprise. Do the mind magic stuff. Yes, he can. Well, yes, yeah, okay. he's done it before, the, actually. What yes. What was the wizard doing? The okay, he's brilliant, by the way. And uh, to be honest, <laughs> I haven't I had time so to right process now. it all. I haven't had time to process it all. Uh, come to think of it, I don't even know if if the others made it. I I well, I here, dare give die. me a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got this. My favorite trope is when a, a PC plays a different character and, and they roast themselves. <laughs> yeah, 100%, dude. Uh, I want to cast Sending DM. Okay, please do. To Cather, because that sounds like the most appropriate person to, oh, to of course do you that. Start with your own gosh dang okay. character. Oh, of course. 100%. You guys believe it. I apologize for the mowing happening outside. Uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cast I'm gonna cast that and I'm gonna I'm actually gonna because it's a, one of my psionic spells I'm gonna use my sorcery points instead of my spell slot, just in case it becomes relevant. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna send I'm gonna do ascending to Cather. I'm gonna say, yeah. "Hey, Cather, are you still alive with Edward currently and Trek in the wastes doing stuff?" Not sure what yet. Look forward to hearing from. So, Leshka. Uh-huh. You wait for uh-huh. Cather to respond. Uh-huh. And, you you know, you have, like, the open channel, you know, where you're kind of, like, on hold, but you can, like, they, you have the elevator music going, yep. but, like, you can still hear the background yep. of the other, the receiving end. You hear a roar of a dragon. You hear what you think might be Kiyomura like rushing over, being like, I'm coming around the right side, I'm coming over. You know? Oh, actually, he, 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 just, he, hear, he hears from the background. He hears what yells. Cather! Yeah, that's exactly. That's exactly what and you then, hear. Does Cather have a chance to respond briefly? Cather, you have like seven milliseconds to respond. He just, he just very slowly just says, Hi, Leshka. Now's not a good time. Talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> well, Great. good news. Cather's alive. Maybe not for much longer though, it. because I did mm-hmm. hear a dragon, and like a lot of yelling. Have you considered that he's fighting a dragon in the underworld, and maybe oh, he is dead? He told. I don't. No, I don't. Think although, that's... although I think did I... Cather die. I mean, Do we ever figure out that, that is an age-old die? question. Can Cather die? Don't know. The world will never know. The world the will never know. The question is: Has Cather always been dead? 
It's like the Tootsie Pop guy, where it's like, how many times does Cather die before he just stays dead? Let's find out. <laughs> right. Well, that's good. So I mean, Cather's do you, good. Okay. So I don't know about Abbott. Do we want? Do you want me to he message Abbott? He has his ways I could to get out Abbott of things. Me. I don't know if he could make his way out of death. I mean, if you want me to, I could. I could. I could message Abbott. Could you? I could do that. Could you please message Abbott? I, I need kind to of know. seems like a like a. Dimwit. I mean, he, I actually, I kind of, I'm kind of with you on this one, track. Like, he was Ed, really Edward. warming up to me, but the fact that he didn't call for backup when he could have totally just asked me to show up, I, I'm just, it's just baffling. Abinthe might have uncouth ways of doing things, and maybe he's a bit brass, brash, and maybe he seems a bit, I'm gonna cast any, uh, impulsive, but he is brilliant. I want you all to understand. I wouldn't have him by my side if he wasn't. Well, hey, Abinthe, like heard you died and didn't ask for my help. Ha! Are you still alive? Please respond if the case. Abinthe, hope you're to in the see, middle Hope of... to see you soon. Abinthe, you're in the middle of learning your spell with Miriam Azima for the third day. Well, and I do I do like to assume <laughs> that while I was while I'm in hell, I just have all of my calls taken by Glossia. So it just reaches, like any sending spell just shows up to her and it it just enters into an inbox of hell. That's just like, hey, this is Glossia. I'm never going to answer this. (laughs) That's like the whole thing. And it's just like, hey, take my calls. And she's like, yeah, okay. She never has. So, so, Leshka, Uh you, you send this sending spell. Yeah, 100%. And you hear a, do do do. My love can't come to the phone right now, but if you leave a message, we will never get back to you. Have a terrible day. God, I love that woman. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so Leshka receives this. Leshka. Does Leshka know that Abathy is in a relationship with Glacia? That's an excellent question. That is an excellent question. Honor I don't even think true. that you do. I don't think we ever mentioned it. Let's just let's just do an honor even. Odd. No, you have no clue. All right. Know, so well, you've probably names, never. So okay. Had I don't know. Voice. All right, guys. <laughs> I don't know why we're here, but I think we need to plan a heist because Abathy okay. is in hell. I have never stolen. Anything. Oh, thank God! Thank you, God. He's in hell. What? what? That's I good. That, I thought That's you good. said you liked this. <laughs> yeah. I thought you wanted... Why Why would that be a good thing? This is perfect, Why? Actually. Why would it be a good I, thing that he's in hell? Oh, he has connections. Like, wild connections. What is, you have no idea. What does that mean? That man is great Edward, at networking. Edward. What does that mean? If What, Tarak? If he... If this strange wizard fellow has something over you, and you can't say it aloud, blink twice... Here, just Are just think it in your danger? head, and I can hear it. <laughs> Edward <laughs> is thinking. What is Edward thinking? No thoughts. Abinthe does not have something over me. I repeat, Abinthe yeah. does not have something Edward, over me. No, this is what you hear in Edward's head. Actually, I've never considered that Abinthe might have been meddling with my mind with some magics. I don't think that's the case. And then he starts <laughs> recanting like circumstances that seem strange around <laughs> Abinthe. And you hear him kind of reasoning that he probably hasn't used magic in any substantial way to influence Edward. He's like, 
It's only minor manipulation. It's exactly. Fine. He's like, it's probably happened. Is it happening now? No. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, in all likelihood, gaslighter. In all likelihood, <laughs> any magic that was availing Edward via this Abanthe fellow would likely have been dispersed once he died. Here's the thing. So we're probably Abanthe. Okay. Probably Abanthe has come and gone to hell. Pun intended. A few times. <laughs> I laugh even though Track doesn't know what the pun was, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> and so I think he's going to be quite okay. He actually prefers being in hell from what I can tell. Well, yeah. I respect he him more He's Double a strange man, that for is you. for sure. But I also owe him my mind, so I will leave it at that. Track. Yes. You heard a voice you were brought back to the material plane. Uh-huh. Abanthe is in hell, and now... I don't... I, I have a feeling he could probably get back. Well, but cool. from what you know about the afterlife... Do you think Abanthe would have more trouble after dying, getting back? Or do we have to help him? If this Abanthe fellow was where I was, which I know that he wasn't, because he is not an orc, and he was not killed by an orc. So, unless he was against me, then he was not where I was. So I have no idea. Because I wasn't okay. in hell. I was in the ocean. Oh. Yeah. The ocean. Yeah. Big blue sun and the strength oh. of the undead. Okay. And Interesting. strange other things. Right. Okay. Big so it seems. Behind us. But it does seem that your two comrades, uh, Cather and, and, and Abanthe, are, are okay and, and doing things, accomplishing I'll some be sort honest. of task. It seems. I, f I feel a bit uneasy at the fact that my friend who has died and his soul is now residing in hell, most likely. It's a little alarming that that doesn't concern me more than it does. <laughs> Edward's like, wait, am I a bad person? But I, <laughs> Edward becoming self -aware. I am strangely comforted by that fact. I put a hand on his shoulder and I said, because you're growing. I mean, if you want, like, I have, I have the ability to shift between the planes, Edward. Like, we can go there. Let's not go there. We actually yeah, do, do have a pretty have a, important what thing. Do, what are you here for? Yeah, why I'm are supposed we here? To help you with something. Yeah, track. Diaba, how, my... how did I get here? Why am I how here? Did Diaba? I get here? Coincidence. Okay. So, <laughs> complete you, luck. You know, if you remember. Yeah. You guys sent a group to the uh, Alistar Mountains to basically commission a Vastrusium weapon yeah. for potentially removing sacrifices and yeah. replacing them your own. Yeah. And if you remember, you guys sent Sam to go do that. Uh -huh. Shout along, out. Yeah. Yes. Along with Cather's sister. Uh -huh. right? Yeah. And I think Viola or whatever her name is. Lada, right? What? I think we also talked about sending Lada with them as well. At one point in time, yes, we did talk about it. Melora too. And then, and no, then no. we kind of sent huh. Lada with Leshka instead. But I could reason as to why they would kind of go the same route. Yeah, Th that's the one place they would never expect them. So, 
Anyway. Volna and Sam went to the Alistair Mountains. They started doing some work, okay? Uh And then they messaged you and they're like, yo, we need to uh we need to talk to you guys for some reason you don't know you never made it to the meeting all you know is lada made it to the meeting you got lost in the mountains because some magic little dust devil just kind of blinded you and you ended up on the wrong path and you've literally been just wandering the mountains for like three days Hmm. and and uh and edward was the first person you saw it's strange you know i kind of i kind of got lost and instead of Instead of using magic to transport myself to a place that I know of in order to become unlost, I just kind of kept walking for some reason. You, and we ended up Leshka, here. the knower of things yes. and places, I am. got lost. Well, you see, I was... And you admit that. I was in the mountains. This does not seem like you. This I was in the this mountains, has to be. and I kind of got... I kind of, like... Like it's kind of it was kind of weird because like you know like you're, when you're in the mountains you you can either go one way or the other way right and everything looks the that same. That is typically how okay. But see the, work. the problem is Lon and I got split up because of this like this dust devil thing and I and oh. I kind of got all switched up in which direction I was even facing and so that when I could when I could see again like Lana was gone and I couldn't tell which direction I came from or which direction I was going so I just kind of picked one and kept going. Ah, you were entranced by the gogol of the Alastar Mountains. The gogol? The gogol. That's a a sand spirit that they summon (gasps) and and reside in the mists among the peaks, and they tie them within their beards. I love your stories. Uh, Even if you had tried to leave, you would not have been able to return where they had uh, cast you out from. So do not... Worry yourself. Most likely you were entranced. It happens to the best of us. I have reason to think that the very own Lanantari herself has intervened for all three of us to be here now. Well, that sounds, I preposterous. That sounds preposterous, Edward. Lanantari has been... Her. I spoke with her, Leshka. Yes. Lanantari. Because because my mental connection is still connected with Edward, I I know he's telling the truth. Yes. <laughs> you, uh, you look yes. over at Tarak. That's and Tarak's the voice like, you heard. I've never heard of this person before in my life. <laughs> is that um? Is that the name of the wizard? No, 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 no. no, no. Lan- his name is Abinthi. He also goes by many other things that you might know him by, but like it takes Lan-Tari. long. Lanantari. No, Lanantari, <laughs> the creation goddess. Oh, essentially, You're the, the one who so 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 you so she's you like so you know how like how the orcs have their orc pantheon right, and like they yes. were the orcs were were created by the drow. I know them well. The, the orcs were created by the drow, right? Well, you see, Lodantari yes. is the person who created the drow and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's neither here nor there. The point is, what's the mission that we're here for? Here's what we need to do, Tarak. Do you remember? Of course, you remember Prazius. Yes, the I think. Dirty. Did we kill him? Faceless, yes, wretched. Him, but yes, you did. Man that took you from me, and everything oh, else. Oh yes. That Fake one. ruler of Athala. Yes. You said mm-hmm. faceless, and for a second I thought that it was Renaya's god, but that's a different faceless thing. That's malice. Yes. I've- 
malice in a while. Anyways, Prazius was an underling of oh. someone who goes by Clovar. Got it. This Clovar was an ancient tyrant who was attempting to take everything over, just as Prazius did, and essentially ruin things as we know it. That's not for his own purposes. Not good. Can we? So that is what we are doing. Remember Ruat? Have you tried diplomacy? I think Abanthi has. I don't know how that's going. Have you? Don't trust him with that. I don't. He sounds very untrustworthy. Well, I don't know about very. Like, like he would backstab you like that. Uh, uh, I sincerely believe he wouldn't do that. I choose to believe Aaron, that. I, I will trust so your judgment. It is an active choice. You know, <laughs> it's not just something like, yeah, he would betray me. You're like, I choose to believe that he would not betray me. <clears throat> Here's the thing. Remember Ruat? Yes. That's One of many. It is the stick. Good job. One of many. Yes. And when they are combined, it is unfathomable power. Okay. This Clovar, this tyrant, this evil, Mm -hmm. he and many other of his goons are trying to discover them and combine them for a terrible purpose. Nice. Lanantari has entrusted... No, not nice. Lanantari has entrusted us... Okay. ...to recover these pieces... Gotcha. And defeat Clovar in the meantime. Okay. She's entrusted me with recovering the one that we entrusted with the orcs. Who are doing quite well, by the way. Oh, that's good. I had forgotten wait, wait, to ask you about that. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. You went, wait, 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 wait. You, you gave a you piece of the know. rod back to the orcs in the wastes? The orcs? That is a good question, DJ. Yeah, wait, why are we here? I would like to believe that the orcs are keeping the rod in the wastes. You are I, wrong. Like to... Oh, I'm wrong? <laughs> this yeah. is a different piece of the rod. So there's the piece of the rod <gasps> that was in Iraq for us yes, that you have returned be... to the orcs right. in their uh, in their um, territory? Yeah, that's a good yeah. word for yeah, it. Yeah, territory. Yeah. In their territory that they uh, are developing uh, outside of the wastes. Of the new Athala. Yes. In the new Athala, Yes. The piece that you're getting is a new piece. The last piece. The only piece that has not been discovered now. Grant's been thinking this for three weeks. Let's go. I like I like so, how I remembered that, but Grant didn't, and it's his thing. Uh, by the so, way, the, the, the this new? is a, it's a, uh, quite a bit to go over, but the the orcs have a territory in Oklahoma now. Oh, that's nice. Yes. It's... How are they doing? Are they running what? wild and free? Yes, for the most part, for yes. For the most part. Well, there are some concerned individuals, but... Uh, I mean, that's the orcs. We're, we're I mean, orcs. from my understanding, yes. but they, they govern their own, like, like land, like their own realm. They have a okay. government? They are their... Yes. I have fought for their own. They are their own. And that fantastic. is what's important. They are Very free good. on their own merit. Nobody you've, can tell them what to do. You've done a fantastic job. I've done my best as a tear rolls down. <laughs> so, we are here. We're not going to get the one we gave to them. Okay. We 
are going to find the last and final piece of the rod that nobody knows where it is. Except for you? It's in the wastes, and that's <sighs> what I understand. I think there's the, um, more did, instruction did that I received. Tell him Edward it's looks in, like, at the, the palm ruins, of his hand. The ruined <laughs> look, temple. Look at the, the study scribbles. Yeah. It's in like the ruined temple of like a dragon. You remember, it's not a ruined temple it's of a dragon. But there is a, a ruined temple that you are to rebuild and then go into the dungeons beneath and find this piece of the rod. Okay, right. this is, I from what I wrote on my hand slash wrist is temple... In ground, need to go under and rebuild. I wait. It's numbered. There's numbers. One is temple in in ground. Two is need to rebuild. Three is need to go under. Okay, if they're numbered, why did you write them in a different order? <laughs> I think I think I'm I ran out of something. I honestly don't know. DM. Uh, well, yes. well. Uh, good old Edward and fellows, the true hero of this campaign, has been saying all this. Um, does does the notion of a ruined temple residing somewhere in the wastes ring any bells with Leshka and his study and his travels? No, no. <laughs> hmm. But it, it does, does with Tarak. So Tarak, does this make any sense to you? Any old temples? Well. Long before the Scarlet Wastes were the Scarlet Wastes, it Cue was music. thriving grassland. Wave, it, it, the screen gets wavy and it's a flashback. Yes, it was, they were rolling plains and fields, expert farming material. Um, but then the orcs uh, went to war, um, as you do. And then um, Zestari and the Autumn Daughters raised it, the fire. Uh, scorched the earth and turned it into the waste that you see here today. Of course, there were several settlements that were here before we had arrived. Um, so you can find ruins all over the place. But I can only think of one that could be considered temple that was not built by orcish hands and also destroyed by orcish hands. This is good. The current currently. Um, most orcs would uh, refer to it as Faltor Fushalut, um, the battlefield temple. Um, when Zestari's fires burned the plains, um, that area was untouched. Grass and, and plants still grow there to this day. There's even a small um, reservoir of water, um, a, a bit of an oasis, so to speak. Um, many orcs uh, took and 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 stayed there as kind of the last line of defense against the blaze uh, but long ago it had a different name known as Drautran Waros um, which stood for the moonlit grave um, under the night of the full moon you can see specters um, gogols similar to the ones that you've seen in the mountain wearing religious vestments and performing seemingly ancient rituals. So most orcs tend to avoid it. Uh, it was a very last-ditch attempt at survival um, when it became the battlefield temple. Um, what that may be what we are looking for. Was this That's... temple destroyed the last you saw it? 
Oh, it was, uh, it has always been destroyed. It was destroyed um, before the fires burned. It has always been ruined. I see. That's exactly where we must go. Hmm. Especially if it's a small respite in the, in, in, in comparison to the rest of the desert. Certainly the life, the temple of the life goddess would have some lasting, yes. some lasting effect. We will have to watch out for some orcish patrols, because although they do avoid stepping foot on the grounds, um, it is uh, protected out of some amount of respect and reverence um, for and the service that it provided to us. I must be honest, Tarak. I have failed to be a friend to all of the orcs. Unfortunately, there are many who chose to stay behind, and they see me as essentially a war criminal a perversion of their their own beliefs and so I, I am i am afraid that if we encounter any of them they will know who i am and they will seek to kill me uh track will slap you on the back a little too hard Ow. um and say that is okay uh, my friend edward this is the home of the orcs now it was unwanted by everyone else and now it is where we reside if everyone was to leave here, then it would no longer be the orcs. That makes a lot of sense. And if they're choosing to stay here, then they're more free than they could be anywhere else. A choice is all that is required for freedom. Hmm. Now That's go! We must relieving. journey on and make haste to the moonlit grave. Hey, Track, tell me a story. What type would you like? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm Tarak and I'm here to say. You guys now have a VeggieTale-esque cinematic traveling VeggieTale. We as, don't want a water buffalo. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> as as uh, there's a Silly Songs with Larry break. Uh, silly Songs with Tarak. Uh, silly Songs with Tarak. You guys spend the next day or so. Thankfully, the, the Moonlit Grove... A, or a grave, excuse me, not grove, is actually not very central to the Scarlet Waste. It's more, it's actually a little bit closer to the mountainside. And so you don't have to go very deep into the waste to kind of get to it. So it's only about Thank a God. half day travel. Now this half day of travel is abysmal. You guys quickly remember why traveling in the waste is horrible. You're walking across sand, which your feet aren't designed for. Leshka doesn't have too hard Leshka's, of a time. Leshka's doing great. He is, you know, he's he feels like he's back home. Yeah, exactly. Well, he, Leshka he used to also, live in the desert. Leshka is also providing for both Tarak and Edward because neither of them spawned with materials to survive the desert. Oh. So they are all. <laughs> that is actually an important clarification. Could could I kind of redescribe uh, Tarak? Yes. Please, First oh, off, please for, do. just in case there are any new people who didn't watch uh, chapter one, um, Tarak is an orc with kind of bluish gray skin. He stands at around seven feet. He's actually a bit taller than he was the last time that you saw him. Um, he has grown both in, in height and width. Uh, he is a full unit right now. Um, uh, and some parts of him have changed from when he was left. First off, he does not carry any weapons. Um, he, because the main weapons that he used were the Spear of Grumsh and, um, gosh dang, the Orc Crusher, that big Warhammer that held a piece of the rod. Does uh, he have he a shield? Uh, nothing. He, yeah, a rock for us. Thank you. Um, 
Uh, he does have a shield, uh, and it's actually a much better shield than it was. Um, it is a big tower shield that literally stands almost six feet tall um, that he just nice. carries on one arm. And he is wearing, um, instead of plate mail, he has just a breastplate, but is made out of solid granite. <laughs> nice. That's like so epic. Also, uh, visually, he has a uh, almost like like acid or burn scars that have actually chewed through his right cheek, almost up uh, and hitting hitting the like bottom of his ear. Um, and then uh, his hair is also a little different. Um, in his time uh, in the afterlife, he finally figured out how to braid. Um, nice. And so he has like oh, that's one, adorable. Yeah, one large long braid that uh, just on one side of his head because the other side can't grow hair that uh, hangs down onto his shoulder. So he has developed visually as a character to show that time has advanced. Wow. Nice. I also enough. have to ask, DM is so is Tarak like legitimately like entirely physically reconstructed like true resurrection or is Tarak like still a ghost with like yeah, a little bit of a shimmer team. or like you know what I mean yes he physically is here he's on a timer but physically he is here okay very cool very cool I just had to know that it's like when Gandalf came back and was like yo I have to destroy the I ring here to complete my journey yeah exactly I am Gandalf the White, and then he makes the sun glow a little brighter. <laughs> that is what he does. Tune into Table Scraps where I talk about how a, I could beat Gandalf a in a sick, fight. He does a sick move on his horse, too. Don't forget that. So, you guys... Shadowfax, show them the meaning of haste. Sorry. You continue to travel <laughs> for a good, like I said, it's about a half a day or so. We're going to skip that because it's travel time and you guys are level 20 we don't do that when you're level we could role play for an hour dm you already did that you guys have done such a good job and you're gonna continue to do that it's gonna be great you guys travel for another half a day across the desert the sun is beating down sapping your energy there's just a constant little 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 uh layer of sweat over you guys that you're just trying to not freaking dehydrate and die you know i can create food and drink you continue along for your time before about half a mile out or so you crest the sand dune and you look We're down cresting finally i'm about to crest this sand dune was like two miles oh long gosh. and we're finally cresting i feel crusty and we're getting crusty baby I think the heat is getting to Edward. Is nothing to sacred? I mean, it was just a it was just a sand dune. <laughs> That's the least sacred it's, thing. It's, it's, it's nothing sacred. It's just a sand dune, and you guys made it into a dirty joke. My brother in it's, Christ. I am not dirty. <laughs> I am just covered in sand, DM. I hate. You like it when I, you're covered. I, with you. I cast. I cast prestidigitation and, and, and clean up Edward. Yeah. Leshka casts silence. Leshka casts grabs towel. Not like you, Edward. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Pass me Nothing the water skin. Oh I'm my going. God. I'm going strange. Yes, keep those pipes lubricated. 
You you may need them for the road. Would ahead. anybody like to hear a song? Always onward over under the, grass. the hot sun. I have warmed my buns. Oh, my I'm favorites. sweating all over, and maybe I need to go home for a shower. A shower. Yes, track verse two, and then Leshka, you got the chorus. It better be good. You got a whole verse to think of it. So yes, I'm gonna you know the song. Yeah. Everybody chase. Uh, <laughs> you guys chase. <laughs> Breast the sand dune. This is a callback to silly songs with Turek. <laughs> Just to clarify. <laughs> I should not look at, look at DJ's face right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, guys, you can continue, DM. We've crested. My cheeks hurt from smiling and laughing too much. <laughs> <laughs> you guys crest the sand dune and look yes. down on a small basin surrounded by these sand dunes. Down in this basin, it transitions from the dunes surrounding to a, a very small hilly a small hill of grass the grass is a bright vibrant green not like dead lawn grass in arizona but like you know like probably there's some sort of magic keeping this grass alive because there's nothing else that should um there are small wildflowers that blossom on the hill and at the very top of it Aaron, do you have a description of it, or do I need uh, to... Well, it's ruins, so there's not a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, but there are some, like, remnants of pillars that... The pillars have been, like, bleached by the sun, but you can tell at one point in time they had definitely been painted or mm -hmm. colored in some way, shape, and form. Um, the, like, effigies that are on them have been worn down by the coarse sand, so it's very difficult to tell what may have been on these pillars. Mm -hmm. um, and you can see, like... Probably, if you got, like, the largest sandblaster in the world, you could clear off enough of the surrounding sand to reveal what would be the layout of a building. But right now, it's just like, ooh, a pillar. Ooh, another pillar. <gasps> a set of stairs. Like, So yeah, are we talking, like, like Greco-Roman vibes? Or are we talking, like, bit. ancient, like, South America? Like, what's, what's more, the vibes? More Greco-Roman. More Greco-Roman okay. vibes. You can kind of think of, what is it, the Parthenon? Is that... Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that has the... Kind of Parthenon-esque. Imagine the Parthenon, but there's no ceiling. Half the pillars are destroyed. The floor is covered in sand and dirt. And in front of the, the entrance to it, you can see uh, a, a rather small statue. Well, it's left of a rather small statue... It seems like it would have been a statue of a woman uh, holding the hand of a small girl as they're like walking together. But the upper half of the woman is destroyed and the girl is like the wrist broke off. And so the girl is just off to the side, half buried uh, and all uh, this. But it's weird. not like creepy or anything like that. It's just like, oh, this is a broken statue. of. A and this is a woman. large temple or is this a small spot? Is this a it's small? It's a medium sized temple. It's probably about the size of one of the temples in Athala. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. No, it's not like the 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 Hutran temple that you guys were at, where it's this massive, you know, freaking uh, pyramid uh, in the base of the mountain. But it's also not like you know a small local shrine that you made on your property or anything like that. It's a it's probably the size of a like a small church. So singing up to the crest of the sand dune, you know, they're goofing around, whatever. 
Um, and Leshka, I would imagine that maybe you're getting just a little annoyed because Edward and Track well, been have been a riot. Two days. We've been a riot oh. the entire time. Yeah. Well, see, on, on the like the first like couple hours, like Leshka was vibing with you guys. By now, he is he has stopped talking. He's also, Edward has gotten to listen to the voices in his head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Edward has gotten Edward's gotten a lot more violent. Like he will he oh, will yeah. say a joke and then just punch you in the arm. Well, and, we do, like for no, we have been you maintaining know. our workout routine, which is like every morning when we wake up, we do jog for four hours <laughs> through the desert, and every hour we stop to spar for like twenty minutes. Yeah, meanwhile, Lesh goes for a sorcerer. And Lesh goes just. <laughs> okay. All right. Edward's like, let's pick up the pace. And Lesh goes like, no. Right on. I do. So anyways, si since this I has been over several up. days, I, rest, rest, rest. there have definitely been a couple moments where, like, Leshka has just cheated and, like, just used some of his arcane, his, his, his sorcerer transformation just to, like, give himself some wings and just fly instead of walk. And he's just, I love that. Gently, he's just, gently, float yeah, over just the gently sand. floating over the Do sand. Do not fly too high lest the dragon slayers snap you into their waiting maws. Actually, that's true, Leshka. Stay low. Um, so as we get to the top of the sand dune and the temple comes into view. Leshka, you notice that all of a sudden Edward's demeanor gets serious again, almost a little solemn, as if, like, in a similar way when he asked Tarak about how he came back. Like, mm -hmm. all of a sudden, Edward suddenly is, like, serious again. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and Edward says, Thank you for guiding us, Tarak. Um, I'll be honest. I don't really know what to expect from this point forward it, it could be great it could be terrible uh, i don't know what will happen to me what you might have to do Probably but terrible. just give me like a few minutes i'm not sure how long this takes and just be ready for whatever might happen and Edward will ask them to stay kind of on the crest of this mm -hmm. sand dune. And he'll approach the temple. And once Edward gets there, he will look at the temple and take a deep breath, kind of take it all in. And he will start to pray. Mm -hmm. He'll start to pray out loud. Um, and this is what he says. Leshka, I think you know, you since you know what I'm saying in your head, I think you can hear it. Track, you might hear a muttering. I'm not, I'm not sure, but With it's a vocal. highly tuned plus one to perception. Mm -hmm. Yes, incredibly between the skilled. distance and the wind, you can't really hear it. I don't yeah, care okay. anyway. And Edward will just say, okay, I'm here and I'm ready to do what you've asked of me. I don't know how to do this. So I suppose I ask that you imbue me with your power and resurrect this temple. And I dedicate I dedicate it to you, Lanantari. I that is a beautiful prayer. Thank I you. I can't help but look over at Drew, who's glaring at you from the back of his seat, going, She already 
gave you the ability to do this. So I know, I know. I personally, know, personally I'm know thinking to myself do. is like, is it like, is Lauren Tara even still like alive at this point? <laughs> Who yes, knows? She has to Edward be. Edward doesn't Edward loses his power. Yes. And whether or not it's her responding, Edward will kind of like, like put his feet in an athletic stance. Also, I can't like help a fighting but stance, picture... hold out his hands and just like focus really hard. Like... I can't help but picture historians in the future who are painting this scene where it's from the side, you have the ruined temple off to the right. You have this great sand dune with Tarak, the risen Tarak and all the history with and him. Leshka, the, the founder of, of, of a new uh, form of magic. And then you have Edward, this legendary figure in history, kneeling in the sand before the temple praying. Like it's good. That'd be an amazing motif. I'm just, I, I would, ooh, ooh. Are you requesting fan art, DM? We always are. <clears throat> Every single time. Every people scene. make fan art of it. Even if you think that you're bad at art, we encourage it. Please do. Edward. In fact, we encourage it, especially if you think you're bad at art. Yeah. You recite this prayer. You dedicate, you rededicate this temple to Lanantari. And you feel kind of a tug within your soul. Edward walks towards the temple, hand outstretched, ready to touch the pillar. Okay. As he feels the tug. For a moment, you, you reach out and you close your eyes. And you can feel this energy stirring within you. With your eyes closed, you almost can envision it where you have this, this thin column of energy, whether it's your aura or your soul or whatever, or your chakras, whatever you want to call it, it's you at your foundation. And floating next to it is this moat of light that just kind of gently circles this column. As you reach out, this mote of light separates from your soul and begins to move forward. As you activate your mote of creation, and I'm assuming that you're using the creation side of it, not the destruction side. Just Absolutely. wipes the temple out. <laughs> Nobody I can need to get find the, the last right, so I gotta destroy wrong. the whole thing. Your mote of creation comes out and for those watching there literally is a mode of light that just kind of appears out of edward's chest and slowly moves forward before winding its way into the center of the temple and just slowly casting this bright light that envelops everything casting everything in a bright white light causing you guys to not be able to see but you can hear the rumble as Stones erupt from the ground and an earth, the earth shakes beneath your feet and sand and grass break away from the surface. And a new revived temple is built in front of you guys. Like I said, might I add DM? Go for it. Yes. As, and I think, I think Tarak would probably more likely notice this than Leshka. But I think as everything builds and Edward kind of agrees to this light doing this thing, I guess, I, I think as it builds, there is a sort of beautiful flow 
to how it all happens, as if it is being choreographed, or as if it is following its own set of rules as far as what happens when. And to one who might be paying attention, it does resemble music. Even though it's not like one of those car videos where they're closing the doors and turning the ignition and making a song. It's not like, it's not like that, right? It's more like a beautiful, like rolling of noise as this kind of constructs. Um, and so as, as at the very least, that's how Edward experiences it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can't help but feel like you're watching a Lego master builder from the Lego movie. I wasn't going to say that the sound oh, that it I, makes I've is I've held like... my tongue too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And I want to clarify as well to drive home, man. I think in this moment, Edward hears what he heard when he was inside Leshka's mind. Not in the same chaotic manner, where it was overwhelming, but almost in a way where he was a returning friend to the thing. And I think Edward almost, in a sense, wills the music Mm -hmm. to happen. Absolutely. Although he doesn't create it or control it, he just is a part of letting it do its work, I guess. Absolutely. Absolutely. This temple out of seemingly nothing rises before you guys with nothing but a touch from Edward. It's a beautiful, incredible sight to behold as he restores this entire temple. Edward, after you do this, you feel tired, but not exhausted. It's not like you have a level of exhaustion or anything like that. You just feel like you went for a nice jog, uh, which is almost the most amazing thing to you edward because you're like i just rebuilt this whole temple and i really feel like i could just do it again but before you lies one of the old temples of lanantari from well before the age of pandemonium you have a parthion-esque building before you a massive cauldron of fire at the center of this large flat stone floor you have probably anywhere from six to eight pillars on either side leading down this beautiful arching uh roof and in front of all of it you have a renewed statue of lon and tari guiding this child forward edward will like lower his hand sigh and he'll turn and he'll wave you two over you can tell as you kind of get closer to Edward, that he does have tears. He he was crying through the experience, but he looks comforted. He looks as if, and Leshko, you've probably never seen Edward this way. He looks as if he's not worried about anything, which is really particularly strange in this circumstance. Right. And Edward, as, as you two approach, Edward says, please, we're welcome guests. They're expecting us. And Leshka, Edward begins walking as- in. As all of that was happening, uh-huh. uh, you have been in immense pain because uh, Tarak being very superstitious, being back in the Scarlet Wastes, being in like a site known to be filled with ghosts and supernatural things, like instinctively grabbed for a weapon 
and the nearest <laughs> thing he had was your shoulder and so he has just been like iron clamped <laughs> onto your shoulder like just in full like like catholic chant prayer <laughs> this whole time yeah let's just <laughs> just full like it doesn't even unclench it's just still there it just clenches more into a fist <laughs> as <laughs> after after <laughs> that and after this happens and and they approach with Dur like Turak still around. holding on leshka approaches edward and says I, I I'm quite impressed, Edward. You know, I did not expect you to make this level of progress since we last uh, spoke with each other about the weave. But this is quite remarkable. Edward, <clears throat> I almost said Edward. Leshka, Lanantari trusted us with this, and it's not that I've learned how to do more; it's that I've learned to do less. Now you're starting to sound like an orc. <laughs> Woo! And Edward just punches Turak in the chest. I don't even. I don't even stop him. <gasps> you don't stop him chest because you don't even realize that he did it. He punches you, and it just doesn't even register to you. <laughs> I could feel that one. Oh, good new uh, chest plate. It's, right, it's really nice, solid granite. Uh, he unless you kind of like takes a couple steps in, like just like looking around, if he just admiring like the, just just the the just the pure history of this building like being brought back as a, as the historian who will one day paint the mural of this event he just is just just basking in in the re the renewed glory of this of this temple and this building and just the being honored by is being an immensely here. colorful building the the temples in uh, Athala are not very colorful they're all no they're boring they're all marbled. They're all clean. There's no paintings on them. There's there's depictions. There's carvings throughout, but it's nothing like this temple. Every single pillar is colored with reds and golds. There's scenes of of humanity's prosperity. There's scenes of magic being discovered. There's schemes of new life of birth. There's no depictions of death. There's no depictions of battle. This is before death was even. Uh, uh, yeah, had it even entered into the world. This is before uh, uh, um, Asmodeus killed Oracle, the first death that led into the age of pandemonium. So these are, it's just a beautiful temple of joy, life, prosperity. It's, it's almost, it's almost childlike in its view of the world because nothing bad has happened yet. It's very, mm. very beautiful. This I don't is, like it here. This is quite remarkable, Edward. Well done. Now, now, although we've been welcomed to be here, and this is uh, dedicated to Lanantari, and Lanantari also sent us on this mission, although those are all reasons to feel as if we are safe, I, th I think we it's still best that we are on our guard. Of course. This place gives me the heebie-jeebies. If... That's good. Track fear is a motivator. Indeed, fear Edward... powers the legs. <laughs> Edward uh, gives a, a cheeky wry smile at Tarak. It do you, like do we see like entering further into this temple? Like does it go like 
what what do we see like as we as we begin to actually like enter this temple so the temple is relatively basic in its nature so it's a, a flat floor and the center of the temple is a large uh copper brazier um that obviously is not lit because there's nothing for it to burn uh-huh. and there's eight pillars on either side of this that are open so the temple is relatively open to the elements again it's very parthenon-esque um, and the pillars are what's painted with all these depictions and all these different scenes, along with kind of a Sistine Chapel-esque painting across the ceiling as well. Right. Um, but that's just about it. Hmm. Uh, well, I don't suppose Lonitari gave you any further instruction as staff. How Would I just break the floor? Fine. Well, I, you know, from my number three, it does say that we have to go underground. Or it's under. I don't. I'm honestly. I'm not entirely. Sure. I can make out under. Okay. Uh, what if we started the brazier on fire? I think. Oh, maybe. That's a, that's a great idea. I I throw a fireball into the brazier and, and to light well, it on oh, fire. Okay. Okay. That's fine. It's wow. Fine. That was. I like your. Uh, I. You know, Lefka. I didn't. I don't think that we talked enough. When I, <laughs> I, I know this has been destroyed once, but let's not try to destroy it again. If we can help it. Leshka t- lobs a perfect little firebolt that lights the contents of the brazier, erupting Leshka. it. Beautiful. You know in, in Avatar when they, they visit the sun the sun people and they see the beautiful colors of fire from the dragons? It's like yeah. that, where it's this rainbowed fire uh, coming out of this brazier. Wow. Very beautiful. Wow. What a skilled sorcerer. Nothing changes, unfortunately. Much nice better than fire, I, That's got to be better than that Abathy um, guy. Could Abathy do that? DM, I'm just oh, going... Oh, and more. Uh, I don't know if I believe that. It's a rainbow. <laughs> that uh, seems pretty uh, crazy to me. I'll use the first level spell to cast Detect Magic and just kind of do a scan of the room and just try to look looking at all the pillars, look at the brazier, looking at the floor, trying to note any arcane runes or sigils that I see or any sort of magic that I see in this room. Rainbow fire in a desert. Pretty crazy. That's pretty sick. Where are you going? No, Edward, Edward, come back. No, Edward, that's... No! Yeah, I'm sure he's just gone off to search. Tell me, what do you see with your special eyes, uh, sorcerer? What do your dragon eyes see? Leshka. Uh-huh. You notice that the temple itself is relatively, almost shockingly void of magic. magic. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um... But around the statue of Lanantari, there seems to be spells of of locking and entrance. Uh, almost, you kind of as you like focus in on this, you realize that there's this intricate network of of spells designed to lock down this area and protect it. You notice that there are spells surrounding the temple now that are preserving the area. Uh, and the landscape, specifically the land itself, preserving the land. They don't really care necessarily about the temple, but the land itself and what's beneath the land is what's protected. Is, okay. With specifically gates, spells, and spells for entering, entering and leaving and stuff like that around the statue itself. Okay, so the magic, the, the protective magic for for just the land seems to be emitting from the statue. Not yes. The protective magic is mostly just around the land and the the outer rim of of the grass, but the entrance to this land and the underground seems to be centered on the statue. Okay. I gotta ask too. 
while we're here, um, Edward would like to take a moment to really take in like the surroundings, first of all, so he can remember uh-huh. and so he can recount it later in writing. Yeah. Second of all, he wants to see if there are any like depictions, whether they're pictures or writing that tell some sort of narrative um, that Edward could like record in his head. So there's no narrative per se. There's no continuous story. There are 16 depictions of different scenes, you know, uh, and they're, they're highlights of life. They're moments of marriage and birth and, and family gatherings and stuff like that. Also people discovering magic, people around a banquet of food. There's, there's all these scenes of the highlights of life, basically. Again, a very childlike view of what life will always be. People gathering around the fire, there's food, there's community, there's love, there's passion. All of these different scenes are depicted across, but it's not as if there's a narrative across the pillars or anything like that. Well, Edward would like to try to take note and remember the different things that have been depicted. There's 16 of them, you said. He, he might even jot down like single words for yeah, each one. Absolutely. Um, that's, really, that's really interesting. Um, then he'll turn to Track and he'll say, oh, okay, Track, we need to find a way. Wait, did first of all, did Drew, I, I went to the restroom, did Drew find a way like down or some kind of portal or something? When he cast Detect Magic, he knows that there's lots of protection spells around the land, pr- protecting the land and what's underneath the land. And there are lots of spells locking the gates and blah, 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 all these entrance and all this type of stuff, spells uh, uh, based around the statue of Lanantari and the child. Okay, interesting. Edward turns to Drak and says, okay, Drak, I know know that we're going to go underground and that this place has a reputation to have ghouls and other things you, you listed. You've been in the afterlife, and I think there's nothing to fear here. The afterlife is nice, because when you're there, you're also dead, so then you can touch them and then beat them. The problem is, right now, I don't think I'm fully dead, which means that touching them could be pretty tough. I think you're right, so maybe we should just run and grab it and run out. (laughs) I don't, I mean, well. Maybe they'll be friendly. I'm no child of Shargar's. I'm not meant to run. We will do whatever we think best. I say we take it head on. We rip and tear, gnash our teeth. Right. Strike down with lives. I'm sorry, did I not go silently into that duck. Did, did I miss something? I kind of spaced out for a moment. I was thinking. Nope. You literally We're strategizing. Them. We're going to run in and do our best and do whatever we need to do. Right. The best well, I think plan. before we before we worry about running into anything, we should figure out where we're running into because we, we haven't that done that, that yet. Covered. Downstairs? Well, Is there a staircase? Well, a lift? There there isn't I haven't found anything a like lift. that. I I I have uh, discovered that. it's with a Y. A, car, a wagon uh, shows up. Hey, yeah. did you guys call me? Uh, hey, uh, this, stone this for is DoorDash. Uh, I meant, I meant an elevator. I, yeah. I did discover that 
the lands themselves surrounding the temple seem to be imbued with magic, yeah, giving it giving it life and, and preserving it, which we kind of already out. yep, yep, we already kinda knew that. This this statue here of, of Lonantari seems to be providing some sort of magic and enchantment, specifically with the barrier of the grounds, it seems. Um, Could I break it? It's, it's, I don't think that's a good idea. It seems, Should I pick it up? It seems unclear. It, it, seems, it seems to do with, with... It affects the barrier of the grounds, specifically in... in, like, in... in arcane oh. transportation in okay. ways. I'm gonna go DJ, I need to know something. I need to know something, DJ. Yep. Is this a Puzzle Boys moment? Puzzle boy. The real boys are I've, out. Let's do I've it. I mean, I kind of like, I like Tarak's idea of touching the statue. Like, like is, well, is this a puzzle? Or can, uh, yeah. Is I just, it, it is a puzzle? I just, oh, I just, riddle I just nudged nudge Tarak, like, like, I, accidentally right to now. make him, like, like, bump into the statue and touch, I touch it. it. You touch it? I touch it. You he dies. Right. I'm just kidding. Let's go. Have a moment. You touch it, and it's a solid statue. Yeah. Seems to be made of some sort of stone. Guys, it's a solid stone statue. I try to pick it up. Uh, oh, it is. <laughs> I mean, it's a stone going... statue. Uh, make make I'm... an athletics check, I guess. I'm strong. I'm I'm not that strong. Not anymore. Yeah, okay, I don't want to have the That's a natural one. Yeah, no, you go. Oh. Move. Did, in my in my in my <laughs> in my in my round. Am I am I doing my my quick round of, of looking for magic? Did I have to? Did I at one? Did I step out of the temple at any point? I'm assuming you did like your that. round. Okay, but I did. I did actually have to go outside. Yeah, I just wasn't sure if like the trigger for like this thing was like, hey, just go back outside with the magic restored, and and you'll be like in a new place or something. I just want to make sure that that base yeah, was covered. Uh, you think it'd be so easy as you can just step outside? I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. Hey, you know, here's one of the seven keys to destruct to destroying the world. Leave. All you have to so, do is just step outside, and you can get let's, one. Uh, let's list some things we know. So we know that there are pillars that are multicolored. We know that there are sixteen different mules of different parts of the thing. Life is what they call it. I, are these murals also what is depicted on the ceiling, DJ? There is a massive mural. Uh, on the ceiling of almost like a, a Last Supper mural. Uh, obviously, it's not of Jesus and his disciples. There are two seats, but only 16 of them are filled. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. Uh, All on the same well, side. I could, Terrible I could arrangement. attempt to dispel the magic on the statue and see if that does anything. I was already thinking of doing that, but I held myself back in case it would make people mad. I mean, I'm sure it'd be I, fine. I mean, we can, I don't know we the can, rules. I don't gun, know temple rules. I tried to dispel magic. Yet. Well, oh, I mean, Jack, I have more spell slots. I'm in. <laughs> Jack's like, I've been dead. It's time to cast some magic. Jack, you Bam. cast dispel magic, and it fizzles out, unable to complete. Can't be done. It happens to the best of us, man. Hey, you know, your first time back. What are you gonna do? I could try dispelling evil and good. Mm, this seems best, pretty good or even better safe than sorry i guess and mind you the main form of dispel evil and good is just punching it 
so hot that it DJ, goes I know it has something to do with the pillars, right? It does has nothing to do with the pillars. Oh, you guys could like investigate the statue. I, uh, I thought that was clear when I said I wanted to investigate the room. Let's be clear here. As Aaron, I was the like, room, the statue's not in the room. I agree oh, with DJ. Not. Oh, I said it multiple times. In front of the temple is the statue. <laughs> Aaron, well, you also like, said I made, I I made my round. Look at this statue. Okay. And as Trak, I was like, Trak will look at the statue. DM, I would like <laughs> to investigate. <laughs> just assume these things. There's an investigation check that needs to happen. If I did not have you roll an investigation check, that means that in the game you have not investigated this. Well, yes. I if I figured you would have prompted me to roll investigation I you know, when I said I, that I made my rounds, that's why I, 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 I don't know. Not you sure. made the rounds to detect the magic because I you were casting detect magic. I apologize, Dan. We yes. investigate the statue. The I would recommend ever rolling investigation checks. The fact that I have ever rolled an investigation on investigation on track is a flavor fail. <laughs> That's me not playing my character well. That's a twenty-three. Oh, no, thirteen. Wow, that is a drastic change. That was a there, big, buddy. big difference there, buddy. How's ten off? Track, do you want to help me look at the statue? What? You want to help me? Well, I'm looking at it right now. How would I help you look? I'm not a magnifying glass. You can have advantage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, shield your eyes? Uh, that is a investigation 21. I take it back. I don't think you're that cool. Drew, you notice as you're looking around the statue trying to get a feel for it, what the magic might be. You notice specifically around the eyes of Lon and Tori, very, very faint runes etched around the eyes and then ever so slight um, watermarks. They're not watermarks, but like erosion streaks down the cheeks. Okay. They make Lon and Tori cry. I think I could spit on it. I uh, don't know if I like what, that like, idea. Like, like the runes, do they? Do, so the runes actually, the I eyes, would have trouble. I have do they seem mouth. to correlate with the magic that I saw before? With like of the magic that maintained the barrier. Yeah, as you go to read them, you notice that they are also like entrance keys components to that. So uh -huh. they're a part of the the gates. Um, obviously, there's the lines. You also notice around the base. Um, there's old, old text. I do, the reason I haven't mentioned this is because I don't think any of you guys would be able to read it. Oh, hit but me you, It's not it's the language. Well, okay. Do Are you the warlock that has the ability to read any language? No, you're a sorcerer. God dang it. Hold on, hold on. So God this is the same language that Cather's book was written in. If you remember. Oh, that nobody could understand. I don't, I don't, okay, Edward, Edward, look at it with your with your god touched eyes. Maybe you learned a language while you were in heaven. Oh yeah, maybe. Nope. <laughs> well, I don't know. D, it D, was I'm a good trying. shot. I understand. Well, right it. now, part of the base of the statue has a little bit of like overgrown grass to it, so you can see there are words because it's etched around. Edward, the base. Well, you clear the base. Yeah. Edward clears the base. Clear the base. Edward, it's really interesting to you because Clear. you look upon these words. And it, it's very much like reading something in a second language where like you can read the phrase, but you have to like translate it in your head to English where you're like, 
I can read this, but I have to read I it slow can? because I have to read each individual thing. But you can read this language. Yo! Edward says, oh. This, you <laughs> now have an understanding of the language of creation, the language used to create all things. And it's yeah. part of where your mote of creation gets its power. Same thing with the word for the word over death that Cather's learned whole nine yards. Edward, Edward goes, Eldredam. I died and I didn't learn language. Give me a, mo- give me a minute. Uh, it loosely l- translates <laughs> to um, uh, a mother weeps for the loss of her children. Oh, a weeping mother had oh, children. Steal that oh, no, girl. that's not sorry, grammars. The uh the, found it out. Sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> a mother <laughs> weeps for the loss of her children. Uh it says something like uh the mother weeps for uh-huh. her children. Bam, I steal that child. Was that right, DM? The loss of her child. Is Josh is this a Josh moment? This is a Josh moment. We're gonna pause for moment. What up, G? This is my roommate Josh. Hi, sorry, I plugged my phone in like a few hours ago and forgot about it. Classic Josh right there. Uh, (laughs) Every time with Josh. Okay. That guy and his plugged in phone. So so how do we how do we make this the statue cry? Stealing it. Uh, I just snatch that girl. Something. Okay. You just take. You just, just take. Yoink. You try <laughs> just like hands. just punches. <laughs> you grab the girl, ripping her <laughs> off of the base of her statue and pulling her away. <laughs> the hand breaks off because yeah. the mom's like holding the child's hand. She it noticed, breaks at the wrist. Yeah, notice how when we found it, it was in the dirt. I just tossed it to the side. Toss that puppy right. <laughs> Oh, what are you doing? Bam. A second later, you notice water welling on the stone eyes before something's happening. Cooling over, and eventually the statue of Lanantari begins weeping. As it does, there is a slight rumble. And the ground around the statue begins to shake as it begins to. And it begins to lower (laughs) down on a screw, revealing a spiral staircase going down into the ground. All hail Tarak. Well done, Tarak. Tarak, you're a genius. The the smartest of orcs. (laughs) You are smart. I have surpassed Orza. Edward, wait, Edward would like to roll an attack to knock out Tarak's legs while he is while his guard is down. Go for it. Flex my calf in retaliation. Oh, holy. <laughs> this would just be unarmed, I think. Yeah, well, so really that... what it's going to be is a contesting grapple check. Yeah, it would oh. be a attempt oh, It's going to be athletics. Okay, well, that's a 23 on my own. Hey, here we go. It's here pretty go. hot. I have a plus nine to athletics. I rolled out of my box because I have too many dice. Come on, baby. God dang it. Tarak is great with kids. I love it. Uh, That is only an 18. Tarak, you're standing there proud before suddenly you're on the ground as uh, Edward kicks your legs out from beneath you. I don't even move from my post. Edward's Edward's, uh, elbow is against 
like against his neck and and Edward just says seriously Tarak I need you to listen to me yeah you've been dead for some time and Uh to be honest I was concerned that maybe you're a bit rusty no offense but you're in a physical body again and I need you to be at your best I have been fighting literally non-stop for an indeterminate it could have been forever for honestly for all I know I don't know how long I've been dead I just Edward gets up and offers a hand and says, "It's nothing personal. I'm uh, just trying to make a point here." Track will attempt to do. He won't even grab the hand. He'll just attempt to do, just like a kip a, up, a kip up, but like into a flip. <laughs> just Please a, make it athletic check. Just, just uh, a full ball in midair. I, I will have you make two tricks. First, the athletics check for the strength side of it, and then an acrobatics check for the flip side of it. All right. Uh, that's going to be a 27 for the athletics. Okay. Jeez. Just make an acrobatics check, friend. Got a plus one to that. That's an 11. That's above a 10. And that was a 27 for the strength. Here's the thing. You guys watch as Tarak kips up, and then he proceeds to do the laziest the flip in the world. It's the slowest flip. I'm just but he so launched himself high in the air. so high in the air, exactly, <laughs> that he has the time to do it before landing in a perfect three-point stance. Wow, I've never seen you do that before. I've learned a few tricks battling the darkness. <laughs> okay, okay. You must. I, I have fought for in that sun never sets in the sea. And let me tell you, you just sleep whenever you have a chance. And I have fought off hordes of enemies while entirely asleep. Even while prone, I am indestructible. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sure you are. And uh, to be honest, I'm quite impressed. Anyway. Also, um, this is an important thing. I think perhaps we should keep going. Uh, additionally, I allowed myself to be knocked prone because my Stonebreaker's breastplate makes me immune to being knocked prone. <laughs> so, nice. I yeah, was like, I he's figured. Good. That was a good leg sleep. Leg sweep. Yeah, he's, he's, I should, he's, I should, I should respect that. <laughs> it's like, funny. There was like a, almost a moment of lag where, where Edward kicked the calf and then there was like half a second before uh, Tarak oh! fell. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that was the case. <laughs> Tracks like yes, Edward's finally becoming You're capable. You're thriving. Look at it bloom, blossom, explode, and grow. Edward's in the corner, like Ugh! I don't know. With you guys it's having so found the dumb. entrance to the temple, we're gonna go ahead and go on our break. We'll be back Ooh. in just like ten or fifteen minutes, so don't go anywhere. All right, and we are back. So, you guys just revealed the entrance into the temple. What would you guys like to do? I look down. I I enter the entrance. Downwards we go. Down the spiral staircase. I do love the the image in my head. Like Leshka like stands and just kind of like looks down in the darkness to see if he spots anything. Meanwhile, Leshka or Tarek and Edward just start walking down the stairs. Down we go into the spiral thing pit. Gonna die to the ghost. (laughs) Very nice. You guys begin making your way down this spiral staircase into the dark void. So is our future, Edward, if we do not succeed. Stop breathing on my neck like that, Trek. It's freaking me out. (laughs) What? (laughs) Welcome, Hans. Eventually, you get to (laughs) 
the base of the stairs. We're at the base. Want to light the room up? DM, um, I would like to light the room up. How do you, was, how, do you how do you do that, Edward? <laughs> I, I will just to update you. Turak has been brought back from the dead, just like Edward, to help Edward just, just in this like, one just like, task. Just like Vizen was to help Cather. Yeah. Well, yes, but also just like Edward, who was also brought back from the dead. Basically, we're looking for a part of the rod in the Crimson Wastes. That's what we're doing. We're at this old temple. So, I would like to look with my dark vision and assess how to light the room. Okay. Uh, You begin to search around. Go ahead and make an investigation check for me. While he's doing that, I cast light on my staff. Okay. I I get does that help me? Yeah, sure. Yay. Oh, it's better. 18. Okay. You begin looking around, you look on the walls for any sconces or anything like that. Uh you like that? Um, I like yes, yeah, sconce. I like that. You notice that there are sconces. no sconces, but there is a slit in the wall. It's about two inches tall, three inches deep or so. Where there's a small little like channel almost that you feel and it has almost like an oil inside of it. And you realize <sighs> that slit goes along about two feet down from the top of the wall across the entirety of the wall. And if you were to light it, this would burn along here. Hmm. I think I figured it out. How do I light it on fire is the question. Do I have a flint and steel or do I have to like cast a spell? I mean, you or you could just ask Lesta, who you know lit the brazier. You're on the, the fire one who has before. access to your your inventory. Do you hey. have a flint and steel? Do Let's you have a way I, of wait, casting wait, wait, something on fire? Let me well, let me look at I mean, my inventory. I mean, if here. I recall, I have, DM, you know, if I recall, DM, would you you mentioned this when we were brought back? We didn't actually have any of our, our of our backpacks with our mundane oh, that's items. True. You only had the items that were like very important to your so person. Wouldn't have no, a flint and not steel. Flint and his steel. favorite Edward flint and says steel that's been with him since childhood. Lashka, <laughs> Lashka. Uh, yes, I'm standing right next to Edward. Oh, sorry. Do, do you to his me? other shoulder. I'm here to serve. Do you see this slit about two inches wide? Oh yes, the one with oil in it. And well, yes, and it's the channel, and it goes as you can see all uh, around the room. Yes. Well, <laughs> it's a little embarrassed to say. I don't have anything to start this with unless I cast a spell. Oh, I see. And That's quite well, the predicament to be in. I would prefer not to cast a spell. Uh-huh. But if you have a means of lighting the oil with uh-huh. fire, sure, sure. Yeah, then yeah. please be my guest. I, I, think I, I think I'm picking up on what you're asking me to do. I, yeah, I got begin, a match or something. He, he, he stands there. And he, and he begins to cast fireball. He, he focuses, and this tiny <laughs> orb his of, of, of fire begins to coalesce and build, yes, and erupts, yes, like and the then oil. it shoots up into the sky and descends down and becomes this tiny little spark that just lights the oil on fire. <laughs> he lights off a firework, and the, the, the residual sparks light the, the line of oil, and it lights down all around. Uh, it's a it's an octagonal room um, that you find yourself in, centered Ooh, around eight sides. Eight sides, centered around this the center stair, and then on the uh, the one on one of the eight sides, there is a hall that leads forward. And DJ, the firework actually is very appropriate because I I realized 
I can you can you can use prestidigitation to light a fire. Yes. So I yeah, I, that's what he does. I'm going to cast Circle of Power. Okay. I will I've uh, never heard of this spell before. I know, it's pretty cool. It's paladins only. Get out of here every other class. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Edward my leaves. shield and I'm just gonna boom and it's gonna resonate. Uh and circle of power. Uh, divine energy will radiate from me, distorting and diffusing magical enemy with, uh, energy within 30 feet of me. Until the spell ends, the sphere moves with me, centered on me. For the duration, each friendly creature in the area, including myself, has advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. Additionally, when an affected creature succeeds on a, uh, on a saving throw against a spell and magical effect that allows it to only take half damage, it instead takes no damage. Hmm. That's pretty good. That's pretty darn good. And, it, and right. it's concentration for 10 minutes. I like it. So, I'm going to say, all right, stay within 30 feet of me. There might be traps, and I'm going to use the time-honored method of finding them <laughs> by leading the way. I love I, it. I don't suppose you have the, the spell detect traps, do you? Nope. I am the spell detect traps. Which, mind you, is one of the most worthless spells ever in the game. Yes, it's terrible. I am much better at it than magic is. Like, legit. Like, it's like you cast the spell and it tells you, yes, there are traps within like 100 feet of you. Doesn't tell you so where. If, doesn't tell let you me what. Tell you, if you have a ranger that, that took the like outlander background and they have a bear trap, you can never cast that spell because there will always be a trap within like the range of the spell <laughs> if you are I... you have that spell never cast it Aaron I know we gotta get through an, a dungeon mm -hmm. I've got 10 what? minutes on this puppy it's my highest level spell okay okay everybody take my take my hands it's hard to lead from the front when my hands are to the side we can do this He's casting aid. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and he's speaking that old celestial language, just saying, the mother weeps for her child. Oh, oh my, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Now you guys have five extra HP. Whoa. So. Now, yeah, he casted anyone, aid. If Thanks, anyone Edward. that is at like 105 health or less will die if they attack me. <laughs> See, it's all about the theatrics. You guys don't know what Edward's saying. It sounds like he's singing to. some... I feel it in my soul. Down the hallway I go. As you guys cast these spells, you kind of get to the point where you finish casting the spells and you fall quiet for just a second. And you can hear echoing through the halls in the distance. Just little, almost like Enderman noises. They're just... Don't look into their eyes. <clears throat> Stuff like that. Little, little creepy noises in the desert. I will just, I will, I will conjure some fire within my hand and then send it forward and just throw a firebolt just down the hallway just to light it up as it travels to the end of this hallway, just to see if we see anything. Like the firebolt goes about 25 feet before it dissipates on a wall as you come to a T-section. Okay. But I don't, we don't All, see right. All right. Let's start clearing some dungeons. I go right. 
Okay. I go towards where the noises follow. are. I want to uh, go towards the noises. Okay. You you while, get to the T section. While we while we do that, DM, I'm gonna I'm gonna use a couple sorcery points to use my uh, where's it at? Um, use them. You got it. Why am I not seeing the thing that I'm looking for? That's an excellent question. Speaking of the mic, buddy. I'm, I, oh, there it is. My revelation in flesh. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, a little too much. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and then I'm going to uh, use. I'm going to, I'm going to spend, I spend a point and allow myself to see in, anything invisible within sixty feet of me. That's okay. pretty good. Um, Very nice. Edward will cast spider climb and crawl on the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. So, I'm just so, kidding. So Trak and Trak and Edward would see that uh, as they're walking forward cautiously, or maybe Trak less cautiously. <laughs> uh, Caution! Uh, I've got 362 health, brother. Uh, arcane magic will kind of glow around uh, Leshka's eyes as they coat over black, allowing him to see uh, better. Very nice. You guys make your way. You get to the T-section. No, oh, excuse me. Um, and you listen. Trying to detect which side has more creatures, which side has more danger. And you realize that there are sounds coming from both sides. Mm. Right it is. Ha! Move down the right side. Right is always right. You begin making your way to the right side. You follow another 10, 15 feet before you find yourself in another opening, uh, another octagonal room about the same size as the um, the spiral staircase. This one with depictions on the walls. There's the hallway continues through it. So of the of the eight sides, two of them are open hallways. The one right behind you and in front of you, but on the three sides around, you see depictions of murder death of god's wrath reigning from the heavens not a similar to when cather was in the temple way back in well, his I, yeah i was gonna say session zero yeah because mm. and you said you said there's six of these sites that, yes. that have these murals you know almost to match the six truths oh i like this the, room better this one doesn't have any depictions of the six truths but it does have depictions of. It has depictions of um, the the inspiration for the six truths. So I don't know if I've ever explained this, but the six truths are based off of the six downfalls of man, the things right. that corrupted man, the the desire for glory and conquest, the fear that they had, famine that destroyed the world, lust and ruin, all these different things that became the embodiments of these things. So the six truths are just the embodiment of the six things that man really followed uh, outside of Lon Antari and led to their downfall. And that's what you see in each of these depictions. You see a scene of, of uh, basically uh, uh, multiple entwined people. We'll keep it PG. You see a scene of a thief. You see a scene of destroyed temples. You see a scene of, uh, you know, um, uh, a man, like the Scream-esque vibe. Hold on, what are you laughing at, Aaron? I'm sorry. I was just thinking, ah, yes, 
the six truths, lust, glory, power, conquest, cheesecake factory. <laughs> I just couldn't stop. Where did you get cheesecake factory? I don't know. But I, was like, I was like, what if one of the downfalls of mankind was just cheesecake? Uh, yeah. So you like pan the walls. That is just a oh, yes. freaking really good cheesecake. A, a like lust temple of like people <laughs> killing each other and then just a cheesecake factory. I it was so funny to me that I, I don't, I don't oh know what happened with this one. Anyway, you continue <laughs> on past the room and continue down Tarak the hallway. Track is just dying of laughter. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. That one really got you. I haven't what? seen you laugh this hard in a while. Why do we play Dungeons and Dragons, guys? Uh, guys, I really like cheesecake. <laughs> It's just been on my mind a lot recently. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Please continue, DM. I'll try to <laughs> you follow this hall as it goes straight for another 15, 20 feet, turns to the left before continuing down and straight once again, um, kind of zing its way over to <laughs> a much larger... Aaron's still to... giggling. He's still giggling. That really got him. I'm I... crying. <laughs> we can't even hear you. You're muted right now. <sighs> Every time I stop thinking about it, I then think about it again. It's, it's <laughs> like it's like it's like Veggie Tales. You know oh when 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 they're readapting the stories. You know instead of you know instead of it being you know the. Just, Dude, my core hurts. <laughs> you know, instead instead of it being this great evil, it's it's ah oh, yes, the villainous could imagine, cheesecake. Can you imagine like the six truths are unleashed and they're and they're like shadow the colossus things, and then one of them comes out. It's just a cheesecake factory like waiter. Athala, I am destroyed. Athala is destroyed, overrun our, with creatures. Our special in the are center of it salmon, all. They're the turtle soup. But, yeah, but we're our, out of the turtle our soup, cheesecake so. of the month is chocolate dream. <laughs> the one standing business in the midst of Athala's chaos is Dude, cheesecake. It's, it's like it's like Denny's, <laughs> you know, where it just it doesn't go like Denny's. Objectively anyway, bad. I evil. think I'm over it. Or or Waffle House. Isn't I'm there evil. Like a Waffle I, House I'm over thing. It. Waffle House is like, Yeah. So Waffle it's House it's won't always close. fights. Yeah. If Waffle House closes, it's like a sign of the apocalypse. I'm pretty sure they have like a color coded yeah. system of emergency status based on if Waffle Houses are yes, open or it's a real I'm serious. Thing. I, I, yeah. This is not a joke. That's funny. Please continue. Anyways, I'm, I'm over it now. now that yeah, I'm over it Waffle too. House, I'm over it. I not funny anymore. You head down. The hall Boring. it it Z's for a second before you find yourself in another large octagonal room. This one much, much larger, probably 5, 10, 15, 20, four, uh, probably about 40 feet across. This one you have about a five foot border before it steps down about two or three feet. This little little almost like lowered living room-esque area. And it is filled with bile and decay and rot the stench emanating Uh. from this place is disgusting and you come in with the the light on the staff and the newfound fire that has slowly been making its way down the halls and around the the walls of this and snapping to attention are these tall 
humanoid-esque creatures. They're gaunt, skinny, with elongated limbs that walk on all fours, much like they once might have been human, but have since um, evolved, devolved maybe, um, been uh, manipulated into these disgusting, pale, almost translucent-skinned creatures with large forms and gaunt biceps, just spindly creatures that kind of walk with protruding shoulder blades, and their faces are faceless. Instead, there is just a void of darkness that seems to continue on past their face and almost into like, it seems like there's almost like a demiplane within their face where there's the, the um, digesting remains of their victims kind of just on the other side, almost like in a, in like a, a, a zoo display, you know, there's like a glass screen and you're looking beyond it as you watch creatures dissolve and, and be um, destroyed beyond this void. You see, wispy broken tangles of hair framing their face each spine jutting out of their back their tailbone sticking out clearly creatures that were once human that have been mutated into these disgusting things they look like this gotta love them oh, i don't like it i don't like it i love I, these things most writers are dope um i they think they look kind of, of like you guys have actually Danes. fought most writers before that's a catholic yeah, Cather has. Uh, yeah. We, you guys all have because it was a monster in in Between the Rows. That's um, why I recognize the, it. The yeah. first season of Between yeah. the Rows, the it first thing you fought in the factory yeah, was a Woe Strider. Yeah, it was the Woe Strider that kidnapped the Devin yeah. or whatever his name oh, is. Oh, yeah. They, they make Enderman noises? Uh, in this world, yeah. You know, those type of things. When you anger them, do they go... <laughs> Do they do have that? They, that have was a they, very good Enderman noise. Have they seen to notice us yet? Thank no, you, DJ. Oh, what? Have yeah, they seen he said that they snapped to yes. attention. That's when they all snapped to attention. Oh, I see. Uh, at you, you notice there's uh, about four of them here in this room. Um, I'll have everybody roll initiative. Oh, snap! Initiative. Time okay, they need to, to roll well. I rolled okay. These things creepy. <laughs> I hope that you're okay is better than my okay because i would well, like to go you know, last well i'm i'm literally almost as average as you can get at this point i'm slightly well tell us that. something that we don't know grant i'm just kidding i'm sorry that was rude <laughs> 25 to 20. <laughs> okay hey abenthi's not here right now all right i've got a plus one to initiative let me just get rid of that little piece of paper. Write down Woe Strider. Oh. That's, that's good okay. We for can us. take it. I like going yeah. after the enemy. As, as 20 to 50. It's a good feeling. Keep going. 15 to 10. 13. 11. Nice. Dude, that's above average. Yeah, ten plus one. I get to one. Write track, which is nice, and then that's exactly Lesh. average. Hey, Lesh, I was get? figuring in the typical uh, plus. So I rolled a two on die, plus six to an eight, 
Nice. That is what you It doesn't to. matter. It's like, it's, it's ridiculous. It doesn't matter how good my initiative is. I'm always going to go last because I'm always going to roll ones and twos. We got yes, to dies this day. We need, we need to have you, we need to take you to like some religious circle and have you purified. You are <laughs> rolling a d20, right, Drew? That's an it's it's not a d6, right? Yeah, check yeah. the die. It, it, it is, it, it's this die right here. This is the one that, that I rolled. I don't know, no, that check. doesn't look like 20 size to me. Here, here, let me, I, I tell you what, I'll roll, I'll roll it again right here. Actually, we need maybe to put you it through the ritual. With the D12. Oh, look at that. You it, might do better. Look at that. That's an 18 on die that I just rolled. I, what did I just say? So check the audio file. I predicted that it'd be an 18. Just saying. I think we need to make sure DJ isn't involved in some nefarious magic. I have cursed all of your dice. Don't you don't you well, worry. Guys, guys, we, uh, are, this we already exactly know this. What I wanted. We already know this. This is the McCallop's blood at work. DJ's McAlph's blessing is that he can roll he can roll well for himself. My McAlph's blessing is that I allow you guys to roll well. Well, you see, the blessing functions in such a way that if there are two McAlphs present, then the eldest born gets the buff. Yeah. I yeah. would like to request a, a goblet of both of your buffs. Here's where I this is what I know. <laughs> this is I what I know. <laughs> Campaign two. Campaign two, DJ and I are going to be unstoppable together. Unless you cancel this each is, other out, and then this the is goes to your greatest enemy. This is so me when I see DJ or Drew's blood. <laughs> hey, what? they should attack us now, preferably me, because I am track. You are in front. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna mute <laughs> give me that power. I'm just gonna mute him. Just gonna mute him there. Just gonna, just gonna let him sit. <laughs> I want everybody to know this is what happens when you're friends with someone for longer than 10 years. You just start, you know, it's okay to go, you know what? If I could get a cup of your blood, I would just slurp that up like a Slurpee, you know? No, no, I no. do it. You know? That's where your conversation progresses. Oh, By the way, Grant, I totally did mute you. I just wanted you to know. Okay. <laughs> the Woe Striders are going to go. Let's go, they baby. Crush you. Uh, you in front. Find yourselves in an anti-magic cone. Oh. Wow. That's pretty lame. Yeah. <laughs> um, one Mostrider will attack Tarak. Yeah, it will. That's, ooh, 16 on die again. Plus seven. Um, that will be... Uh, what's 16 plus 7? 23? More than a 20, which is what 20... you're looking for. Yes. 23. Fantastic. So that will be the claw attack. Let's see. It makes two claw attacks and one by attack. So another claw attack. That's a 28. Mm -hmm. No, 20, uh, uh, 26. And that is not going to hit because that's a 13. So two claw attacks will hit, but not the bite attack. Mm -hmm. 1d6 plus 4. That's not going to be enough. This is going to this is going to take a long time. You take uh, fifteen points of slashing damage mm -hmm. and three points of psychic damage. Okay, so oh, eighteen wait, wait. have to nine and five points of uh, psychic damage. Is that on top of the three? No, no, no. The th oh, it was three plus two for a total so of eighteen. Five. Plus an addition, so twenty-one total damage. Have to eighteen 10. plus five is twenty-three. Twenty-three have to eleven. They will take five. Okay. 
Guys, I think we're gonna be okay. <laughs> Just so you know, you've brought me down to 351 health. Next warstar is gonna attack Grant. He's gonna try. Who's Grant? Grant here? Whoa. Edward, that's a 16 to hit. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, no. actually. My AC is 19. What are you that's talking about? Does a 16 hit? Uh, does a 20 not nat hit? Yeah, a 29 not hits. Okay. Bring it, DM. How much can these things really do? Huh? Edward's standing there. Nice, 10, 20. You take 22 points of psychic damage. And... Oh. And... 13 points of piercing damage. Uh, As this rushes up, this one rushes up to you, swings one of its arms, you duck it, it swings the other arm, you spin out of the way into the bite as this voidless face or this this void of a face clamps down on your shoulder and you're both like, ah, that hurts from your like fake teeth biting me. And also you hear the piercing screams of its vis- of its victims erupt in your mind. Not a fun time. That's not going to hit. Uh, 17 to hit. Uh, that will hit. Okay. Oh, and you out. 10. Uh, that will miss. Okay, so just one claw attack for you, Leshka. Uh, just so you know, I'm going to use my reaction to take this damage. Okay. Uh, that's going to be... Seven points of slashing damage. And one point of psychic damage. They will take a two. Okay. Oh, wait, no, they will take four because this damage can't be reduced. When I take damage from other people, it isn't reduced by my resistances. Fantastic. This will take us to Edward. The best way to hurt me is to hurt my friends. Okay. So... Let me be. So there's three of them. Yeah. Yeah. Is one of them holding concentration on an anti-magic? Spell? It is just a thing that they, they do. They're they look at you and they say no healing. magic. Okay, that's what I figured. Uh, so there's one on Tarak. There's one on Edward. And there's one on Leshka. One on Leshka. How close is Tarak to me? Right next to you. Bye. Okay, I would like to attack the one that attacked Tarak yeah. and flank. If possible, um, do a flip. Yeah, do a little acrobatics check to see if you can dance around the one in front of you. Honestly, like, there's the three of you and the three even of them. If you just run past him; it'll be fine. It's a sixteen. Great, you run past him. Okay, Edward. Sick knee slide between their legs. And I'm just going to say Ultima. My little rapier appears, and then I'm going to. I'm just going to stab it, baby. Do it. Okay, start and and I got flanking, right? Yep. Thank God, that is a eighteen to hit it. Eighteen will hit. Yes. Yeah. Your question is, how many hit points do these things have? It'll be up to you guys. So, just let that be known. Oh, max damage. That's fifteen points on the first attack. Uh, extra attack. I will stab it once again with Ultima. In that time, it is a 27 to hit. That one will hit. Add 11 damage to that. And then my extra attack says 
You can attack three times whenever you take the attack action. Yeah, because you're, nice. you're a high enough level in fighter. Yeah, enough level, yeah, in fighter. Yes, it's awesome. <laughs> and uh, I, I still get advantage, right? Yeah. God. Okay, that is a fifteen to hit. Fifteen will hit. Oh, okay. That's we got we some like squishy. See, we got some squishy boys. That is fourteen more damage. DM. Very nice. Uh, yes. How would you like you to destroy much. this creature? Oh, they're that easy? Uh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. We're two and a half hours into the session, and you guys have eight rooms to clear. Okay, sure. Well, Edward will don't just... worry, DM. We got this. Easy Edward money. Will stab through the creature's neck, so it's like inches away from Tarak. Yeah. Um, and then just, as a... just piercing out the backside of it, Tarak is like, yep. I and then flinch. It as me on my as, as the creature drops. Edward will uh, look at Tarak and say, like old times, you follow me. And then he's going to um, grant Bardic Inspiration. So I'd like to point out a a, a thing for all this. These creatures are like eight feet tall. You know, their limbs are like seven feet long and they stand kind of on top of them. So Edward rushes forward slides on his knee back behind. He then gets back up on his feet and he literally launches himself up and he just da, 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 as he pierces this through in midair as he's doing like a flip over this creature because that's the only way that he can actually reach its body. Edward's kind of a baller. It's kind of sick. Um, and if possible, if possible, could Edward, after granting Bardic Inspiration, he says, follow my lead to track. Could he kind of uh, get in a position with the creature that attacked him um, in a way that he is now flanking with Tarak and kind of obviously showing Tarak that he is now going to focus this creature. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Nice, I do that. Absolutely. And we can move on. Tarak. Yeah. Take us to your turn. I do as such. I move into position with flanking and okay. do something which... I am a little out of practice, like both me and Track are, because uh, Track is a very defense at twentieth level is very defensive. Attacking is not a very good idea for Redemption Paladins unless you're very sure about your continued existence. <laughs> um, and so on the battlefield, he kind of just stands there and heals his allies while people try to kill him, and it doesn't work very well. Uh, but he's going back to the basics, and he's just going to take his shield as a um, as an improvised weapon, and he's just going to just try to <laughs> slam it into the side as hard as he can. Okay, absolutely, um, go for it. With a flanking. So that's not a very good roll. My track dice never rolled very well. Okay, okay, no, that's a nineteen on die. God damn. That'll hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Um. And I'm just, I'm going to just fourth level Divine Smite it. Like, what I else am I going to use for fourth level Divine Smite for? So let's see. Uh, is this thing a, a d- demon or devil? Uh, this or undead? Is, is it undead? Oh, I don't think that works. Um, so that'll be one, two, uh, first, second, third, fourth. And then I have a D8 for that. Uh, that will be oh Jesus, take the wheel, take it from my hands. Uh, that'll be 
34 damage. Okay. From the first hit. I like it. Uh, and then I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hopefully kill it with a second attack. Okay. That's what we're gonna hope. Well, I know that I'm hitting, I crit. Um, <laughs> nice. I, I don't need another fourth level. I've got plenty of third level spells. So I'm going to use a third level for this one, uh, which will have one less D8 second. First, second, third, additional. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Five times eight so is that's, 40. That's, yep. Yep, yep, yep. That'll be uh, 12, uh, 16, <laughs> 20. An additional 27 on top of the 40 for 67 damage. Uh, yeah. Track, you take a couple steps over, Holy. you take your shield, and you just crack it across the side of its face, and it just... And it just falls. Nice. Limpless. Nice. I say... Well done. <laughs> thank you. It has been a long time since I have actually struck an enemy. I have not missed it. <laughs> this brings us to Leshka's turn. And then I, I will move into flanking with that one just in case. Um, Absolutely. Now, what's up there, Sorcerer? Now, it's one, okay. So, Catch me in the area. Do it. So so here's here's what I'm thinking, right? These things are aberrations. These things are aberrations. Yeah. What are the chances that they're native to a different planet? Distance? Meteor storm. I don't have that spell. Not swarm, just There's a single a... single meteor. Anti-magic cone. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know. He's in... focused right on Leshka. Yeah, no, I don't. Don't worry. I'm I'm well aware. So what I'm going to do? Stab it. What, what I'm going to do is I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna as track is sliding over to get in front of this thing and get get prepared for flanking. Leshka is just going to. Like roll, uh, just roll his back across track as they basically swap positions, and he's gonna oh, rotate nice. around to the side <laughs> of this creature. And as he does, uh, he holds his staff near his hand, and ice begins to coalesce around the end of his staff. And as it begins to build and coalesce, and the very air like around them begins to chill, he thrusts his staff forward, and a giant burst of ice will extend out towards the side of this creature as he uses his staff to cast Cone of Cold. Sure, I'll say you move out of the anti-magic field. No, hold on, hold on. Can I ask this? Okay. Does anti-magic field... Well, is it, a, that it's a, is it a field or is it a cone, right? Yeah, it's well, a I cone. Mean, yeah. So, directed so it can on... turn to look. This is what I want. I want it to only work on the things that it can see. And so if he casts the spell through me <laughs> well, perfectly behind well, yes. my body. Well, but yes, I would, I would, Leshka would continue to move around so that he's not directly facing Leshka anymore. That's no, no, the, no. That Let me have the whole this. point of the rotating. I want to take as much damage as I can in this session. Well, you're probably, I like this you're idea. probably still going to take damage from my cone of cold since you're right next to the thing and it's a 60 well, yeah, foot just, cone. Just full blast me, bro. It's like literally the cone comes through. Like it, it, to Rack's I, chest. I look at you and I just go, like do it, do it. That's like Leshka's hands are against hey, Tarak's I needed back, this and it's just like I need this thing to take uh, to make a Constitution saving throw. <laughs> heart uh, is the origin of the cone. 
Yeah. Uh, constitution saving throw. It doesn't have anything, so that's just gonna be a 13. That will fail. Uh, my roll uh, is is an 18 on die, plus eight for 26. Okay. Plus, uh, it's a it's a 46. <laughs> it's a 36. It's a 36. I can just hear Tarax okay, yell well, like, like so, comes by and he's just like, oh! <laughs> it's like this ice coming. Oh my God, well, no who is well I mean, wouldn't he take? Wouldn't you take no damage because of your aura right now? No, no, the aura is <sighs> since the anti magic field is on me. Ah, uh, yes. It's, so I have no aura. For what? Do you still take, I mean, you still take half damage. It's so funny. And I, take, <laughs> I do just take like... additional half damage because my uh, paladin effect yeah, is still yeah. is still popping. And, and you know, just just for the just for the fun of it, just for the fun of it, I will use a couple sorcery points to do careful spell to also give you. Well, no, no, oh, no, I no, no. Just that. let me have this. No, no, no. Yep, just no, strike no, me down. Good, good. Yep. <laughs> that was the most devastating muffin drop I've ever seen in my life. Thankfully, the muffins are okay. The For chicken the podcast listener just spilled all over my book. DJ comes into the frame with a plate of muffins and chicken, apparently, and it instantly falls on his desk. Oh, uh, okay. not on the it like, books. It like flips over. So, okay. Uh, DJ is wiping the chicken DM. book on his oh, leg. Oh, and it's the good book, no. too. Oh. Not, not the Lick Pharaoh's it off, book. DJ. Lick it off, DJ. DM. Don't lick it off. Uh, <laughs> Do make sure that your shirt isn't unbuttoned so low that we accidentally break TOS, though. I, I want you to know, before we started streaming, I was sitting like this, and there was enough of a little pocket <laughs> that oh. my nipple was actually showing. And I was like, I'm just going to... Yeah, it. maybe button that up a little bit. <laughs> Do me a favor uh, and button it's it up. It's high in here. Uh, so, DM, it will take 37 points of cold damage. 37 points of cold damage. Fantastic. I'll take nine. And then, as, as this happens, he will then pull the staff back and reach forward with his left hand, uh, now Just burning now burning with fire, as he will, uh, quick and spell, throw a firebolt at this thing. Do it. Hello. He just reaches from <laughs> under my armpit. So. I'm not behind you anymore. But you could be. Stay behind me, my valiant steed. I want you guys to know, I made these muffins on the break, and they just came out of the oven. Uh, okay. Can, may I request that you eat a muffin in one bite? That's a 23 to hit, DM. Do it. Do it. That'll um, hit. Odd or even, Grant. Odd. Natural one. Come on, baby, put that muffin in your mouth. Oh, God. Oh, this oh, is going yeah. so badly from Woo. the start. Now that's a mouthful full of muffin. Have I ever seen one? It looked painful. Oh, oh, my. Oh, please stop. Oh, my. I will boot you from this call so fast. <laughs> what I would do to be that muffin right now. <laughs> This is the best we have ever filled time while Drew does math on a cantrip. This is my favorite time foe we've ever just, had. It's just, just DJ eating him up. Watch out, by, DJ, by, you're, by entering, you're right entering now. Cheesecake Factory. 
levels of like a laughing moment. I'm just, I'm, I, don't <laughs> oh, know, I just don't know what to think right now, you know? I just, <laughs> the muffins I are make the sure that I chewed enough. The cheesecake so that if I had a, a desperate laughing breath, I wouldn't just choke on my muffin. Holy crap. Breathe. Yeah. That's uh, how the Cheesecake Factory anyway. got him. <laughs> uh, it will take an additional... Uh, an additional 17 points of fire damage because I rolled pretty low. Fantastic. Drew, uh, from the firebolt. You spin around with Tarak, launch this cone of cold through him, and he erupts these uh, uh, icicles, erupt through the creature. You then spin around and quickly cast another spell, launching this bolt of fire that just launches itself into the void of its face as it turns to look at you. <laughs> it eats it for just a second before you watch as the interface begins to glow red as the intestines and the, the demiplane that is within it erupts in fire and it roasts from the inside yeah. out before eventually falling. Yeah, that's right. Very cool. Good work, everybody. That Those was quick. Of, of quickening things. On we're to the room. We're going to start speedrunning this. You guys begin to head north. You find yourself in a large rectangular room. What, this it's not an octagon? This one's a rectangle. Ooh, oh my gosh. Sorry. Sorry. This one also has a few creatures. You quickly eliminate them. And now find yourself with wait, two Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. What were the, what were the creatures? How cool does it look? When they, we yeah, give, give us our Marvel cinematic action sequence. They were more of the Woestriders. You guys slid in guns blazing and just bop, 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 and just blasted shoulders and arms and faces off of them. It was fantastic. Oh, that's now so cool. You have two options. You can either continue forward or there is a room off. It uh, looks like there's a hall to your left. Forward or we left? Check the hall to our left. Real yeah, quick. Yeah, check the left real quick. Circle. Yep. Yep. Maybe it's a broom maybe, closet. Maybe. Yeah, be careful. Well, maybe the brooms, though, because. Those could be powerful things sometimes. Absolutely, the most terrifying of things. And and, and and maybe if we're lucky, we can find the rod in the room. Ooh. I would keep a rod in a broom closet. I would also keep a rod in a broom closet. That's the best place to keep a rod. You make your way quickly Brooms down the hall. Brooms are just it, long rods. It was like 10 feet in before you immediately take a right, go for another like 15 feet, you take a left. <laughs> you go down another 10 feet and you hit a door. A door! Please tell me that there is a sentient broom that in the handle is attached the seventh part of the rod. Oh my goodness, that would be <laughs> rad. I hit the door. The door does not budge. You kick ah, it and ah. you feel like you might have like shattered your ankle. You're like, is it, is oh, it like, a, like, a, like a stone door, wooden door, metal door? It be stone. It has arcane sigils all around the edge of it. Um, you start looking over the arcane sigils and you're like, Knock spell is not going to work on that one. Edward, uh, all I, you, buddy. I, mean, I was going well, to say, do I think a dispel magic would work? This seems uh, like an Edward thing. You look at it, and it doesn't seem like dispel magic would also work. I ain't going like to lie. Full Edward thing. There's Look at it. Screaming Edward. You, you look at it, and it seems as if there are certain requirements. You can't tell which requirements there are, but certain requirements... That would cause the door to unlock. Being Edward would like to investigate the door. Edward, roll an investigation check. It's like I, I'm a puzzle-solving master. Oh. Little boys! 
three. <laughs> Natural 20, baby. Oh, hot dang. Edward, you investigate the door. I investigate the heck out of the door, dude. You get close. You lick it at one point. You listen to it. He, 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 learns, he learns the craft, the name of the craftsman who crafted yeah. this door in ancient times. The time, exactly. the dedication, the love that they he are put Collins. into crafting this one door for the yes. sake of Wadantari in the temple of greatness and majesty. What does it smell like? There was, there was once a man, a dwarven man, Name the Blanc. Oh, the Blanc Shane. No way. Don't bring this into this game. Are you for real? We Are you for real right now? Out of his passion for Lon and Tari, crafted this door. There's no way you're getting past it without fulfilling his requirements. This never had to happen. The Blanc Shammy Ham? Nah, you know, you don't know who that guy is. You've never heard of him went... before. Okay, well. You know, you know. If you know, you know. There will be some people in my that know this in my head canon, Thublong isn't actually from Nico Miras, though. Well, no, he's not. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I'm not sure how to open this door. Try, just try real quick. Maybe it's just you. Uh, Edward would like to attempt to open the door. Edward, you grab the handle. It does not move. Dang it. Dang it. They say at the same time, yeah, I thought there was a chance, too. I, I guess like, we keep looking around. They ask you, yeah, let's hear me out. We just check every room real quick, quick run through. We just kill anything that's in there. Maybe we, and maybe it's like we have to kill everything. Maybe that's a requirement. Does it stay on the door possible. what the requirements are? Um, are you magic users? No. Yeah, I mean, no, I get, could I use just Arcana to I ascertain what the requirements him. are? All I know is that an ancient wizard named Thublong Shamiham put this together out of wow. his devotion Sounds for like Lanantari. It's ancient runes. I don't understand Rolling exactly what we need to do. Maybe if we all push. Uh, hmm. 20. There seems to be uh, uh, something tied, a life force tied to the door, to the oh. enchantment. That once severed would unlock it. You think everything was the right plan. If I could go to the ethereal plane, I could just sever that connection right there. But you know, hey, that's we have no way of doing so. Uh, well, it seems based off of the runes of, of this arcane uh, carved into the to the arcane natures of this door, it seems that there is a life energy that is connected to this door, keeping it shut. So perhaps, perhaps in one of these other rooms, there's somebody Smart. who we might have to free or defeats who will allow us to open this door smash and grab let's go (sighs) you guys begin making your way back down the hallway into that rectangular room this is not my specialty you you take a left to continue forward down the path that you're originally going down you find yourself once again in an octagonal room (gasps) oh my god no, it's eight. You counted I've, incorrectly. I've never been too good with your stupid... We stupid count numbers. the entrance, even though it's not a wall. That doesn't make any Find sense. Find a few more of these creatures inside. You quickly clear them out. And you notice that there is another path, another hallway. You go down it to continue your, your, your search and find a door at the end of this one as well. I punch this door. <laughs> you break your wrist this time. Uh, no, that's fine. I'll walk it off. Drac, when they have runes around, I try, them, I try you to can't just open them. the door. 
the door does not open. Edward tries to open the door. Drew, roll an arcana check. I was going to say, I I was, yes, I was going to ask if there are. Is the door alive? Edward helps. The other door open or closed? Uh, How is your arcana, Leshka? So this one has very similar runes on it, except that the life force needed to open this door is different. Oh. It's it's many smaller life forms. Oh, jeez. Uh, I will I will express this to the others. All right, game plan still the same. Run around, kill everything. Okay, but like, what what hallways have we not gone down? Are there more rooms that we haven't been in? If you remember, you initially hit a T section. You yeah. were oh, oh. I, see. I just figured that yeah, that yeah, yeah, T yeah. section took us to the same play, direction either way. I yeah, I did kind of assume. Yeah, I just kind of assumed it was like that fake, the fake wall scenario. You guys haven't made the loop. Oh, I forgot two dead ends that you couldn't get past. Yeah, right. That so would make sense. We go to the places where we haven't been and keep let, on let me, killing. Let me let me yes. show you the map that I made. Look at this. Oh, <gasps> Jesus Christ! Look you at all the octagons. Oh my okay. gosh! You then went into a rectangular room. You uh-huh. went left. You hit a door. Uh-huh. You came back. You went up to another octagonal room. You uh-huh. went left. Uh-huh. You hit a door. Uh-huh. Now you're stuck. So we've got three more rooms to deal with. Exactly. You guys. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. I see. Five, six. I counted six octagons. All right. We go back down. Hit the other T section. Start smashing, grabbing. That's right. Specialty. I love it. And they their efficiency increases as they fight together. We we start entering rooms, and I just throw Edward, and he spins (laughs) in the air. Edward is spinning four of them, like the like the Jesus Christ skater meme. Yeah, and while that while that happens, yeah, like Leshka just arcs a wall of fire around Edward as he just spins to win. Nice, nice. You guys take a left. You clear the first octagonal room. You make your way up. You clear the rectangular room. You make your way up one more time. You clear the octagonal room and find yourself what you think is going to be on the other side of one of the central rooms. Uh This is the second door that you couldn't get through. Uh You now reach it and you realize that this door is also arcanely locked. Dang. Let me finish. Let me finish. Same lock as the second door where there's several underlings that you had to kill. Uh-huh. You've cleared all those rooms. Guys, we you did can open Achievement unlocked. <gasps> Achievement unlocked. Bam. Open the door. You open the door. Yeah. The track's just like, boom. <laughs> like just, just kicks, kicks the door down. down. You kick kicks off. the door open and immediately your foot, your foot is stuck as it's caught <gasps> on an entanglement of thick disgusting sticky webs edward cuts them away you cut them away releasing track's foot you guys look on into the room it seems darker than the rest but what you can see are webs entangling the entirety of this room and a slight in the corner hold on hold on hold on there's a spawner there's a spawner Now, if Maybe if we if we gaze spiders. into this room, like the They're entire too. like the entire room is 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 covered in webs, like she like Shelob cave situation. Yes, Shelob cave situation. Now, Very Shelob now, cave. now webs are flammable. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was actually looking for a fire spell. Mm-hmm. Leshka, using his amounts of power that he possesses, just looks into the room. And just he's like, he's like, it's like starts doing a little bit of math in his head. He's like, okay, cross the T's times two, multiply, take that in half, do the root squared, 
And then he's like, all right, give me a moment. As he like pushes the two out like away from the door. And he just looks in and he and he holds his staff forward and begins to uh arc it in a in a large circle in a similar fashion that Edward, you have seen him do before. Uh and and fire begins to build up around a staff and coalesce and and head up and higher and higher into this spider web room as mm-hmm. he then brings it down and uh, basically, as much of the room as possible, DM, I'm going to have fire erupt using my 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 firestorm spell. Okay, what's Which, the radius of firestorm? A well, lot. It will. So it has a range of 150 feet, and it's like uh-huh. wall of fire except bigger, where it covers okay. 10, 10 by 10 cubes, and there's 10 of those. So it's I can cover. I could. I can cover up to 100 square feet in fire. That's fantastic. You erupt this firestorm. And a good half of the room is cleared. Um, It's not quite as much as you thought it was going to be. It's not the full 100 square feet. But these webs, there's something to them. Where the, the material that they're made of is a little bit more... I, I don't want to say more organic. Because webbing is obviously completely Fully organic. organic. Yeah. But like, there's like a higher moisture content or something. There's something about the stickiness of these webs that hmm. almost—they're viscous. Yeah, you know, it's almost like a jelly that's not quite flammable. You know, so you're able to clear a good section of this room enough for you guys to actually enter into the room, but you're not able to clear the entire room, and the fire doesn't spread. It's only where the wall of fire actually touched the webs. Uh, that's there's something. Light this about up. these webs. And as you do, you notice in the corner of the room, kind of curled back up onto the wall, eight spindly legs Aww. with a woman's head ah. of a spider, fangs coming down, her jaw opening in four sections. I don't actually want to fight Sheila. A web of hair. A hair of webs coming off and around and spreading around her, and on her back, where the I think it's a thorax. I don't know if yes. that's yeah, yeah, thorax, on yeah. a spider. Yeah, I don't know if that's a, true on a spider because yeah, spiders are different than other bugs. But nonetheless, where whatever the bulbous mass is, you can see it um, almost covered in in boils. It looks like, oh, uh, except that it's not boils. They're like. They're sacks. They're like pus-filled sacks Ew. with more uh. spiders in them. They're hatch. They're eggs on her back. Wow, she fertile. And just spill out this this pus and viscous material, and little spiders then fall to the ground before scrambling up and spreading all along. It's uh. a disgusting, horrible, yeah. terrible sight. It is you know, in an I adorable way. The the butt of a spider is called a spinneret. A spitteret, very nice. Spin, uh, like to spin, spinner. like a tongue. The one I time I, did, I should have never, never mind. Rolling initiative. Yeah, I'm just upset that I didn't take the bane of anthropods when I got it. <laughs> I mean, it's never useful, but for some reason it is here. Yeah, uh, this is the funny. one time you never. The one time you never know. Like you were like, well, I might need if I if I ever find a good spider spawner, like that is in cave spiders, but like. 
you never expected when, this. Yeah, plus us late game anyways. Absolutely. <sighs> seven. Well, we are level like 19 and 20, so. You had a seven for initiative? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> jumping the gun here. <laughs> Drew, what'd you, you got, get? I got a 17. Thank God. Uh, I got another 11, so I'm once okay. again right in the middle of the pack. So Leshka, Tarak, and then Edward. We're going to have to kill babies today, aren't we? I mean, I've already stolen a child. This is very, you know, on theme. This is very traditional Tarak stuff. Uh, Leshka, this brings us to your Taking turn. children? I stole you uh -huh. in the first uh -huh. episode. Yeah. That is actually true, and I was a child. <laughs> Kidnapped a child. Okay, so where the spider is standing, right? Yeah. It is... Have we entered the room at this point? Yes, you've entered the room. Okay, and the spider is... 30, 35, 40, about 50 feet away from you. 50 feet, okay, and it's standing like in a collection of webs, like up on, like, in the corner, like yeah. up on the wall partially. Exactly. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, okay, my friends got pretty low. I'm, here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I'm gonna do, DM. I am going to make sure that I'm between Edward and Track. Okay. At correction, I'm gonna go, actually, no. I'm gonna go all the way. I'm gonna make sure I'm the furthest away from this thing. <laughs> I'm gonna have Thrak and Edward in front of me, if I'm if that's not already the case, and then I'm going to to first, uh, I'm going to first do a quicken spell to uh 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 what where my where are my things at I'm, I'm freaking out uh quicken spell. And uh, cast Mind Sliver. Okay, good it. one. Uh, it needs to make a uh, intelligence saving throw. That's a natural 20. That's pretty good. Plus that two is, is 22. Good. Really? That's very what that sound? unfortunate. It's my... It's my oh, your thing. dice tower. My uh, dice tower squeaking. Okay. Okay. Well, that sucks. No. You don't get to do that, Drew. <laughs> GG. Okay. It's no. a smart spider. It's uh, a smart spider. So, so that is an intelligence work. of 15. Yeah, that, that, that doesn't work. Then that's fine. That's not like the main thing I was going to do. Then I'm just going to hold my action to uh, cast hold monster on this thing once it gets within uh, within melee with either of my allies or myself. Okay. Absolutely. Mm, well, I like that. Uh, very nice. Um, nice. Absolutely. Would you like to do anything else? Turn? That is my turn. Fantastic. This will take us to Tarak's turn. How tall is the ceiling? Uh, the ceiling's probably 25, 30 feet. 25, 30 feet. How big is the... Give me the room dimensions. So the room is, once again, an octagon, but it's an elongated octagon. So it's... 15, 20, 25, 30. So it's 55 feet across. 35 feet tall. And then you cut the corners. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. So 55 feet across? Yeah. And 35 feet tall? 
Mm -hmm. How big is the spider in terms of height? Uh, she's a huge monstrosity, so she's what, 10 feet? Uh, huge. Uh, so, so, uh, off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure five feet by five feet is medium. Large is 10 feet by 10 feet. Huge is 15 by 15. Huge and, is 15 by 15. You're right. And then, and then, like, gigantic is to like 20 by 20 or 25 by 20. Yeah, and like huge may not necessarily be 15 feet tall. No. They have an active space of 15 feet. Okay. Yeah, she, she's more wide than she is tall. Fan. She's got long legs and a big butt. She's like that so, one robot. Miss Franny. Mrs. Mrs. Franny. Fanny? Miss Fanny. Fanny yeah, Fanny. Yeah. Aunt Fanny. So I have a question Aunt about a spell yeah. that I would like to cast. What spell would you like to cast, sir? I would like to cast Wall of Stone. Okay. Um, now I can make 10, 10 foot by 10 foot panels. Okay. Uh, so I have 100 feet to work with. Uh, yep. Alternatively, I could have them be 10 foot by 20 foot panels that are thinner. Okay. I would like to make a wall that crosses the entire area and then just leaves like a 10 foot uh, uh, like a just a doorway that is like a 10 foot doorway where Tarak is. Okay. So like it co- it cuts off every point of access other than exactly where Tarak is standing. So basically you want to do that. And then yeah, just have a and, hole and where, in it. Where's where's the spider? She's over here. Yeah. But you guys entered from this and, side, so she's yeah, over and, here. You guys are on this side. Make her just a wall. And, and is that a, around? Is that around where the spiders end? The, the the webs end? Uh, the webs end about halfway through. Yeah, I can make yeah. it. So so yeah, just push it along farther. Okay. I basically just want to corral her into a position where she feels the need to leave, but will have to go through to to Tarak to do so. Okay. Uh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. That is yeah. what I would like to do with you, my action. You create a, a, a funnel. Yep. And then I. You said that the wall is twenty feet tall, though. Uh, yeah, but I but since I have so much extra room, because it's only it's only like I only need five panels to cover. Yeah. Can I put panels under the panels? To like. Yeah, just you make can make it so the the, the the you stack the panels. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the panels go from from floor to ceiling, and there's just a ten foot gap. Yeah, just at the base of one of them. Cube for Tarak. Tarak is in the center of. I like it. And he will just move and stand there, and he will go. <laughs> and then just scream at it with just a shield. Okay. I like it. I like it. And that's all uh, I have. That's my entire turn. That's your entire turn? Very yeah. nice. Edward, you were behind Tarak. Tarak just created a wall of stone blocking you off from the rest of the room. Right now, you're in a comfy, cozy little stone room. Uh, with Tarak blocking the way from the spider from hell coming for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. If if Sounds Edward nice. were to, <laughs> if Edward were to like go to where Tarak is, or like behind him or something, would he be able to get a visual on the spider? Uh. Whoa! <laughs> uh, DJ just showed us a picture. I love that. Uh, monster. It's actually so good. I'm Very happy I can Magic the Gathering card, too. Um, Edward, you go over to where Tarak is. You catch up to him, because he's a little ways away, and you kind of, mm-hmm. like, look between his legs, and you can see into the room. It's dark, covered in webs, and you can see vaguely in the corner that there's the massive spider. 
What really gets you is the fact that now surrounding Tarak's feet is a swarm of baby spiders that are now funneling down through the through the wall. Tarak doesn't seem to care about them, but I there's a lot of baby spiders, like you hundreds of these spiders that are just like swarming down at his feet. Yeah, that sounds about right. So I think I'm going to go ahead and cast Wall of Fire. Yeah. And I'm just going to try to like kind of surround Tarak in a way. So he can still maintain like a visual on the spider, but also, and, and maybe I'll even leave a little opening, I don't know, between him and the spider so he can get to the spider. But I want to try to like block off slash kill as many little spiders as I can by casting it around Tarak in maybe like a 10 foot radius around him. What if we do this? What if we just have the wall of stone and then have the wall of fire right next to the wall of stone? So now it's just a burning wall of stone. Yeah, it's as they just Anything on the far so. side of it just is is burned. Yeah. yeah. Being burned. I, yeah. I'm super down with that. I'm super down with that. So theoretically, they'd need to uh, make you a start save. roasting spiders alive. Okay, any so spider, any baby spider damage, that gets close so. just erupts into flames from the residual heat on the other side of this wall. It's hot enough that you see the stones, slow, the stone wall slowly begin to glow a little, a little red. Yeah, we okay. are still in perfect sync. <laughs> yeah, and then and then Edward will call out to the spider woman. Yeah. Um, and essentially say, "I'm sorry. There's no escape. We must retrieve something." <laughs> it's over. And uh, it's going to be uh, unsettling words. So he's oh. going to spend a bardic inspiration and the next saving throw that she has to make yeah. must uh, subtract 1d8. Yeah. Very nice. I like it. Yes. I like it. Very nice. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Would you like to do anything else with your turn, sir? That will be it. Okay. Absolutely. This brings us to Arasta's turn. You watch as she, you light this, you build this wall of, fame, of fire uh, on the other side of the stones and all of her children begin to erupt in fire and the webs immediately close to her uh, or close to the wall begin to catch fire and dissipate. And she then rears back basically only on her front arms and her other six legs up on the wall before she goes up along the backs of the wall and up onto the ceiling trying to find an opening before she's just gonna drop right in front of you, Tarak. Yes. Yes. Which will yes! activate Leshka's thing too. Yes. It does activate Leshka's thing. As yeah. Soon, go ahead and as soon as she to drops down. Yep. He he releases his spell, and this kind of this purplish lights will begin to emit as these chains will then erupt from his staff and reach mm -hmm. out towards uh, the giant spider and begin to try and lock her down and make it so she cannot move. She needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Bitty, bitty spider. We'll have a minus something one. to this roll. He gets a minus d8, right? From minus, minus 1d8. Yes, do I roll? Okay. She has advantage. No, they roll, I think. 18 minus. Uh, normally you would. So oh, I want to roll okay. a d8, Grant. Okay. That's a six. Okay, so minus six. So plus seven instead of plus 13 to the 18. Is a oh, that's pretty good. Five. Jeez, dude! I wish you would ever roll low. It is well. Oh. It is like a. It's also a chunky spider queen. <laughs> she she's a CR twenty one creature. She has a plus thirteen to this. Jeez, dude, that's ridiculous. 
Yeah, no. I'm sorry. She she I'm saves. Sorry. She easily saves. Boom. Well, uh, Leshka did absolutely nothing. Yeah, hey, you hey, just, hey. You, hey, that was just the first round. Of, that was just your first turn. We really tried. Rounds of combat. It looked cool, Leshka. Yeah. You're just used to being like, yo, I show up, I kill the thing. You yeah, know, normally you can just hit it. someone with an attack and it works. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, my DC is a 19. Like, yeah, just slum it with the wizards who are like, when, when all of my spells are are wisdom saves, I can't do anything against her if she has a plus 13. Oh man, she also has legendary resistance, which I was gonna do if she didn't succeed. So yeah, way to rub salt in the wound. You know, no matter what, it wasn't gonna work. I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, don't look at me like that. I wouldn't no, look no, at you no. like this. No, don't look Leshka at me like that. Leshka just sits down. You're make me yeah, feel Leshka, bad. Just, Leshka just leaves. <laughs> Leshka just goes, I, would like I don't want to fight this thing. Like Leshka's like, I'll wait at the leave. door. <laughs> uh, so that was the hold action. So this is still her turn. Uh, she shakes off the chains before she's just going to just gonna go right for the jugular with yeah, your track. You have no idea how many spiders I've killed. <laughs> uh, does a, a twenty-nine hit yeah, you? you need a you need a twenty, so it's it's Great. pretty pretty light work. Fantastic. One with her bite and two with her claws. So we're mm-hmm. the claws mm-hmm. right that's a natural twenty. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a, a natural twenty. Okay, so we'll do the natural. Well, no, we'll just do it so in order. So bite is three d eight plus seven. Also, if oh, any of it is poison damage, don't do that math. Don't do that math. Thank you for reminding me. It's not worth it. So, 810. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Yeah. Oh, no, you don't have to. Never mind. <laughs> Does anyone have, like... Uh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone have Oh, man, any... it's been so long since you've forgotten that poison just doesn't work on me. <laughs> you take 10 piercing damage. Oh, wow. That's no, 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 you take 17 piercing damage. Oh, wow. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, you then take that 6, 12, 18, plus 3d6. Mm-hmm. Does hmm. anyone have any, like, raid... Any like spiders? Fourteen spray. points of slashing damage plus. Right. Where's 18. my where's my where's my bug spray? So you take you take uh what is it thirty two points of slashing damage? Bring it up to a total of forty. You then take another eleven eighteen points of slashing damage. So a total of fifty eight damage. All right, and then divide that by two. Twenty eight. Twenty nine. Yeah, 29. So I'll take 29 damage and then divide that by 2, DM. That's going to be 14 damage. She takes 14 radiant damage. Ooh, nice. Not bad. Not bad. But t- we take those. I look her in, in just one of her eight eyes. <laughs> like, you're going to have to do better than that. <laughs> you're going to have to uh, do a, she... a lot better than that. <laughs> Yeah, his. And she then yeah, try. begins to kind of rear back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that will take us to the top of the round. Yeah. Uh, so Leshka, let's up light her up. I, I mean, I, from, I from between Trax's legs, would you like? I to don't do? have like, anything I can do. Fire, dude. bro! Fire, bro! 
Just keep Kona Colding, bro. So wide up. You can you can strike I, well, me. I, I'm I can't, gonna be fine. I can't keep Kona Colding. I'm running out. I'm running out of charges on my staff. Okay, let's think. Oh, what do spiders fine. not like? Shoes. They don't like peppermint. <laughs> they don't like peppermint. Let's get, take off your you, the boots of the Winterlands. Take, throw them out. We established oh, this man. is a huge. Creature. Does anyone have any essential oils? Yes, this is a huge creature. Okay, Leshka is just gonna kind of throw his staff on the crowd, upset. He's, he's gonna roll up his his sleeve, the sleeves of his robe, and he's gonna press his hands together and and fold them over, and then expand them out. And as he does, these threads of Ooh. of arcane energy kind of ca are gonna cast cradle, uh, being entangled nice. in his hands as he then uh, presses them into the ground. As these threads then descend upon. Her as he casts telekinesis. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it needs to make a contested check. With me. It can't be good at that. Oh, what? Probably contested strength. Yeah, he kind of didn't. I don't know what he <laughs> said. I, I that, was, that was full Doppler. Contested strength. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew McKellops is now okay, leaning yes. off so camera. He's I, back. I, I was double checking. I was double checking. So it needs to make a strength check. Ooh. That's Check a three on strength. die. Okay. Ooh. And then it. Okay. Oh, it's a little yep. weak spider. It's not, a little weak spider. That, that does not beat my, like, 20 something. Like, my 21. Guys, mark got. it down for the first time in three years that DJ rolled below a five. Right. Uh, so. I, I accept this burden. <laughs> also, my shirt is, like, glowing. Yeah. You're so, I mean, radiant with angelic glowing. energy. You are really giving is. off so, serious Holy, don't, I, Oh man, Ricardo, don't don't tussle yeah. don't tussle the hair. That's ba just too basically, much. Basically, uh, basically, as these these arcane threads begin to descend upon the spider, they will wrap up and entangle the spider, and actually begin to pull her further down into the ground, almost forcing her to be prone against yeah. the ground. Uh, you gotta say it, Lashcat. There's such a good line here. You gotta say it. What? You just say it, Grant. Uh, now you're caught in my web. <laughs> oh, I see. I'm Thanks. sorry. I'm not. I'm not. Thanks, I'm not, Grant. I'm not witty. But the like problem that. is, I had too many good lines going on, so I was a wait. Grant is wait. flirty tonight, bro. Wait. Grant's always Leshka's, flirty. Uh, anyway, Leshka's so like creature... spinster or whatever so, it's anyway, called. The creature is now restrained. Tonight. So it's a spinneret. Yes. Leshka's spinneret activated. Wow, that thread thing is such a cool and original idea. Uh, yeah, until until <laughs> no one's ever done it. That's just, it's very aesthetic and cool. Uh, uh, Un until the end of my next turn, the creature is restrained from my telekinetic grip. You said I can't cast hold monster. I still cast hold monster. Basically. Uh huh. And it can't use a, a, a save. It's not a, well, it's not a save. Free card, yeah, it's, it's not, not a save. Card. That's a check. I like it. I like it. Um, mm -hmm. So let's see. What does restrained actually mean? Can I can I take actions? Uh, you can. They just have disadvantage. So, uh, yeah, I believe your your, move, your speed is zero. And then attack rolls against the creature have advantage. And yep. the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. The creature has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Fantastic. Uh, so, uh, so that good so that news. happened, uh, and Fantastic. then I'm going to I'm going to quicken spell. Yeah, Ooh, I like it, Sorcerer uh, boy. I'm going to quicken spell to, and uh, throw a firebolt over Tarak's shoulder, 
at, at this at this thing. Nice. Oh, thank God you're not using a ranged weapon, because that was going to get messy real quick. <laughs> uh, and then that is a thirty-one to hit. That hits. You got this, Lashka. You got a fireball. You got a fireball. You got 25 points of fire damage, DM. 25 points of fire damage. She's not normally... Vulnerable to fire damage, but I kind of want her to be. So we're just gonna yeah, do yeah, give her vulnerability. <laughs> just remember what Torax nice. said. The fire, the firebolt seems to be especially fireball. effective. Ooh, he, it's he, like in Pokemon. Oh, that attack was super effective. It's nice. extremely effective. It, 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 it just hits her in one of her many eyes. And she's just like, yeah. I can. Is that it. the sound she makes? Yes. I can sense the Twitch police are just zoomed in on DJ's screen every time he like leans forward. DJ's chest. Oh, you anyway, know I'm zoomed uh, in. That is my turn, DM. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fantastic, Drew. This brings us to Tarak's turn. Tarak, you See, still iron walling it? You still, you still, yeah, still yeah. Uh, I will real quick. I'll turn around. I'll use my uh-huh. action to just refill uh, a- a- Edward to full health. <laughs> how much how much thank health? you how i'm at 118 you? so that is helpful so so what how much do i lose from lay on hands actually uh since i lost aid that would mean well, i mean aid lasts for eight hours so oh and that increases your like max right your max yeah okay cool so that would mean i would gain f- uh 35 health that sounds math right Yes, I was right. My math was right. I can't do reverse math. You mean subtraction. You so mean subtraction. Uh, that's what I'll do. And then I don't think that I have a bonus action because I'm a Thank paladin. you. Paladin. No problem. I feel You're better than ever. Keep it up. Uh, and then I'm just going to end my turn. I'm going to look back at her and you try me. This punk. is so funny to me because I'm so used to having multiple like high damage players where it's like, oh, she has 300 HP. That will last around, and now it's like, oh, I do twenty-five damage here, I do fifty damage there, and I'm like, okay. See, here's the thing: could I do a lot of damage? Yes, but the moment I hurt her, I lose my twentieth level buff. buff. So I need to stand there and become the wall. <laughs> well, and part I of the thing too up. is like, I can't throw my high damaging stuff because she's just gonna auto resist it. Maybe that's a good. That's thing. right. Anyway. That takes us to Edward's turn. Edward's turn. Edward, throw some big stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Edward's going to say, Leshka, hold her right there. And then he's going wow, to... A little, a little British on the end of that. I like it. Yeah, I really went for it. Um, and then he's going to... I think he's going to, as a bonus action, use... Actually, he's not. Actually, he yeah. will. Okay. He's going to, as a bonus action use his rod of lordly might he's pressing uh, button oh, number baby. one baby yes. oh and, baby and yes grabs his his rod and he he, he he like it's like a it's like a handle and then he starts wait, 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 to fly wait. i i i, I 
Oh, where's the rod, Grant? Come on. Where's the prop? I don't have, have a prop. prop on hand. You want a prop? I'll get you a prop. He gets on and he starts to fly. I like how he unplugged. He unplugged the light. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Oh my god. Oh, it's so freaking funny. And he will fly, and that's just a bonus action. He will fly up past the wall of fire and stone. And he will get above the fire lady. all the way to the ceiling. Above, yes, above the... It, well, you slide through Tarak's legs, past the wall of fire, and jump yeah. over her before light it, launching yourself into the air. Oh, that might, that might provoke an attack of opportunity. Do you want to try to take it? Sure. Okay, that's fine, I suppose. <laughs> it'll have, yeah, it'll have disadvantage. That, that's a, that's a, that was a natural 20, but she had disadvantage, so now it's a 3. <laughs> Yay! So, Edward, like, skeets past... Her. And then the the point of this is to get to a position where I can now cast Oh, she's fireball. in front of your wall of fire. Do I have to roll a save for that? Um, theoretically. At some point in time, yeah, dex, probably. A, 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 she, she would have to roll a dex save as she approached. Because it's when it's they... It's like... It's when they first... If when they diameter. first enter on a turn, or when they end a turn there, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on and, her and, next turn, we'll have to remember Okay, that, that sounds good. And then he will just, he wants to make sure he could get in a position where he could cast this and like preferably avoid Tarak. No, do it. I know you can, I know you can take it, but look, you've been through a lot. Not really, but. Not really, dude. I still have over 300 health. Edward casts Fireball at fifth level. Nice. Nice. Just. Get her. And there's a big, a big fireball. She has to make a dexterity saving throw. Yes, yeah, but less guys also. That yes. is once again a three on die. Let's go. This yeah, is keep rolling that die. Has ever rolled. Amazing. Keep rolling so that now, die. This is the point where I tell Google roll ten d eight. D six. It's a d six. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Roll ten d six. That will be. 33 points of fire damage. Nice. Oh, is this hitting me? Well, I imagine the creature and the room is big enough that it, that he could easily avoid hitting Tarak. Just say yes. Oh, no, it definitely still hits her. Hits Just you, Tarak. Just say yes. It's 100% yes. hitting you. I succeed on my save with a 19 on die. <laughs> yeah. Do you have I the Shieldmaster feet? Nope. You should take Tarak, do I take damage now. from you succeeding? No, I, I could choose to damage Edward, but I won't. I see. I see. Fantastic, Edward. No, so I'm just looking to take Launch the yourself into the air. You fly, managing to avoid the tangle of webs all around you before flipping around and just super saying, yeah! and launching a fireball. Not only that. Along her back. How much damage was it again? It was 33. <laughs> Not only that, but... As after Edward casts, he will fly following the fireball in the air. Love it. And he is going to do his uh, action surge. Action so he's going to take surge. a second action. Just and he is going again, to approach. Brother. Do it. Do it. Do it, bro. Hit him with that double fireball. You know you want to. Is you that allowed? You oh, yes. Yeah. You have an action it surge. Is. You can now do whatever you I've want again. You, you have a second turn. I've told you a million turn. times. <laughs> 
Literally, okay. This is your strongest action possible. So Edward will then uh, cast another fireball at this level. <laughs> this is like, have you ever seen the fight between Gohan and Cell? No. So there's this moment when they're in a think I've ever clash. seen Grant just unhinged. They're in a beam <laughs> clash, and, and Cell is pushing back Gohan's beam, and it's right in his hands. And then he gets a second burst because his father shows up, and he's like, No, son, we can do this together. And they're like, Oh! <laughs> and the <beam laughs> explodes outward a second time! That, that's uh, so Edward goes, Hah! And you know, the fireball happens, and he goes, and he does another one, uh, 30 damage that time, says Google. 30 damage? Yes. Oh, yeah, I like it, I like it, I like it. Thank Ooh, you. 18 on, oh, 16 on that this time. Still good enough. It'll nice. Be, it'll be nice. like a 22, nice. so I'll take 15. More Track, damage. you watch as Edward slides between your legs, throws himself up o- over this creature before hitting a button on his rod and just supermaning away before curling around, launching a fireball, and then launching a secondary fireball. She gets hit once, thrown into the ground, before crashing again. The little bits of her back are on fire. She literally has flaming baby spiders falling and crawling off of her back. It looks like a freaking massacre. If you guys weren't fighting a mythic level spider, this would be animal abuse. This would be animal cruelty. A mother weeps when she loses her children or whatever. That's exactly, exactly. Ah! Uh, Finish it now! Would you like to yell? your turn. No. This will bring us to her turn. Was it, is it the beginning of her turn or the end of her turn with the wall? Uh, it's if she ends her turn. Ends her turn. Okay. And she, 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 and she cannot move. It, she is restrained. It and is the first time she enters the uh, yep. wall, I believe. Yes. And, and then ends. the last, at the end of her turn, if she's still in the wall. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, she. Oh. Try to make a ranged attack. Do it. Yeah, she. Ranged attack. You can attack me with disadvantage. You can. I'm almost kind of close to half health. She wants to freaking attack Edward. She could do. Uh huh. Yeah, I know she does. And now I I'm flying. Track and Edward to make a dexterity saving throw. Yes. Okay. I'm not nearly as good as Dex is. Yeah. Oh, I crit, baby. Holy not good at dex saves. What do you mean? I got a 21 on my dex save. Uh, also, okay, well, that was just barely uh, succeeds. Plus an additional this... five because uh, of my save thing. She's spread out craters on her back, but you watch as the hair of webs on her head erupts. But this doesn't bother you guys at all. Typically, you'd be like, oh, uh, there's these webs. I'm going to get stuck in these webs. But you just go, eh. I just hold up my shield. I, I like to imagine DM because of how close she is to the wall of fire. She the, the webs erupt, but yeah, most yeah. of them just evaporate in the fire because the toxic on fire and dissipate. And she just kind of sits there because that's Aww. her action that she does. Yes, I have to say something. Now I kind of feel bad. I have some. I have some empathy. I have some compassion for this spider. Because what if? What if it's foreshadowing and this little spider person is like considered Lanantari's daughter and now we have to like kill the daughter? I mean, I don't think so, but it I think it I think I think so also. You can also think of it like this. The reason she's here 
is to guard the part of the rod to prevent people from gaining the ability to unleash destruction and mayhem on the world. And you guys are killing well, her. Well, guess what? Up, Leska. <laughs> <laughs> we need that rod, Leska. It's our destiny. <clears throat> She's also just a, a freaking spider. She's not a sentient creature. She's not the actual mythic level creature. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's yeah, nice. So she doesn't have look. emotions. No. Yeah. She's emotional just emotional damage. These are emotional damage. <laughs> These are not I'm real like baby spiders. And if they were, we would still kill them because that's gross. Absolutely. Let's go. How Church. many meals okay. is this uh, spider? It is an action to maintain my grip. Uh, so I'm going to do such because this is working out pretty well for us so far. So she'll need another uh, check. So she will need to make another strength check. Heck, please. Hey, does she take damage from my wall of fire DM? Oh, oh she does. Yes. Shoot, that's an important point. Oh, she does take damage mm -hmm. from the wall of fire. You might just mm -hmm. be holding a corpse. She needs to roll a dex save. Wait, I, I don't know if she actually does. Yeah, 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 yeah. she does. Uh, dex save, that's a, a 16. Sorry, she doesn't, and she doesn't succeed, but she also doesn't need to make a death save. Ooh. You just take the damage if they're there. She takes 18 damage, fire damage. Nice. I love it. I love it. Drew, uh, 16 for yours. Okay, I rolled a natural 20. Okay. For a total of 25. Nice. Uh, yeah. So my my grip maintains is, and she's still uh, so she's still being so she's still restrained. Uh, let's see, DM. Now I can I could move a creature. You could move a creature. Okay, I can. I, I don't think you can move a huge creature. No, no, no. I can't. I yeah. Huge, huge or smaller. As long well, as it's huge or smaller, I can move it. Could it, it, Is it possible? Because I can move her up to 30 feet. Uh -huh. Is it possible for me just to scrape her along the wall? And make her take more damage? That's so messed up. Like, or even right. back her back right. out of the wall and so, back in yeah, the wall. So what I'll do is I'll just... Because I can move her 30 feet. I'm just going to move her... It's like, like a... I'm just going to move really her 15 feet to the daddy. right. And then move her 15 feet to the left. That way she ends up back to the spot she started at in front of track. But yeah, just like in it. It's just through... I would like you to, uh, would you please, would you please roll 10d6 for me? Okay. That's good. You're literally dragging her along a wall of fire backed by a wall of stone. Like, only one side bad. of the wall of fire does damage, though. But it's the side that she's <laughs> on. Because <laughs> the other side is a wall of stone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I so got, you're got, literally got, like got. dragging her against sandpaper that's on fire. You see, the other groups may be able to deal more damage, but <laughs> our area control is far more effective. That's true. That that's is very true. true. Absolutely. Like we it's like, we do shenanigans here. Yeah. Tr on on is, Team Wholesome. Like, team Welcome good vibes. to the Thunder Dome. Uh, I'm the Dome. They're the Thunder. 30, <laughs> 35 <laughs> points of damage, DM. <laughs> Hooray! Weeps. Fire uh, damage at that, I think. Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna call it. Yeah. Uh, that kills her, 
Yeah, yeah. She just gets smothered to death against this wall. Leshka, you're just like, That's you know so what? I'm, I'm tired of this. Pull her forward. She smashes and she's like, ah! <laughs> And then you literally hear this screech. Ah! <laughs> As she's dragged to and fro across the sandpaper of the wall of stone. Beat the entire time. Eventually, you bring her back to Tarak's shield, and she literally, you've like, you know, if you like take a toy and you just take it to like a belt sander and you just sand it flat on one it's side. It's just the back oh. half of her. It's just the back Side-up. half of her, where she's just a flat creature with just the back half. The rest of it's smushed along the walls. And it also has that like beige goop that yeah. spiders I will, like, I will, use when they get squished. I, I will say, as as this happens, as he brings and he brings the, the the rest of the what's left of the spider body in front of track, he does grab his staff, run over, and just like just some of the craze of 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 the madness in his head, like returning, he just like just wails on the thing just ah, repeatedly. Ah. I I I think of like Tarak is standing in the part of the wall that's open, and when the spider is dragged along the opening, Tarak's just like what the spider is dragging against. <laughs> so the spider like drags just, across. Tarak just, just standing in, there in, like twice. I'm just I'm just swaffed. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are out of combat. I like I like look oh at goodness. I like look at Leshka and I look at him and I go, where did you find this guy? <laughs> this guy's great. You should hang out with him more. Edward looks at it's, you and it's then just funny because and then just pukes. Just pukes. You Correct. need to tell me you found another wizard when you had this guy? <laughs> I didn't know you'd do that. Drac, you you've met Leshka before. I I know. I don't know where he came from. Though. You've seen this man die kind of and come back to life. I, after like, after Leshka kind of comes to his senses for a moment again, he's like, so, "Oh, sorry guys, I kind of lost myself there in a moment. I got that was awesome. I was yeah, really, you don't say. I was, that was, was, I was horrible. Horrible. I think I was caught up in it the was, moment. I, I think I tasted a little oh, blood in my mouth. Yeah. Oh, that's on your hands. Ah, uh, right. Can we get out um, of here, please? Oh, that was. Ho- I'm yeah. never going to right. get that it's, out of my. DM, is there another doorway leading out of here? You uh, can see. go back around. Do we, have to, do we have to loop back around, or is there? Yeah, I was gonna I, say, yeah, is there another door that oh, leads nice. to the central chamber? Just in case, you know. Yeah. Um, I'd know that it's not in the rules of the spell, but I would like to believe that I could just extend one of the walls down, and <laughs> just like permanently close off that. I sure, absolutely, <laughs> and just we're just gonna leave that <laughs> there, and that way, uh, if the spiders break out, they aren't going anywhere. Well, uh, like, they're yeah. slowly gonna burn away anyway with the wall fire yeah. there. And and this and they're and the stone making, wall like... is permanent as long as I don't let go of concentration. So that's just gonna be their tomb now. I <laughs> gotta like... drive home the visual of literally this like spider woman's torso, like with like the 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 back is scraped off and it's just the torso portion yeah. like that. It's just I the back half. So the, tor- the torso portion was like, sanded off. That was all that's even worse. Yeah, so yeah. it's just like from the waist down, the equivalent of what would be the waist down is left of her as her whole upper body was just sandpapered off. Yeah. That is so awful. And, and mind you, spider legs are hydraulic, so there's a lot of liquid. There's a lot so, of... They are hydraulic, yeah, and they're now they're all curling up. Yeah, have you seen that they make made a very the, like, comfortable bed out of a dead spider? Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. They yeah. stuck to the end of an air hose, and so it could 
Oh, <laughs> that's stuff up with it. It's awesome. That's- crazy it's pretty sweet uh, 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 edward would like to blow up the spider legs like a balloon no <laughs> the spider legs are mostly gone you guys um, yeah we head down that, wall. that one and begin you find the secret door number three it is now unlocked now that you have killed what's the behind garden. door number three you open the door find a very short just 10 foot hallway before it leads into the largest room you've been in so far. Yes, Jarek. Can there be a woman with the upper half of a spider and the bottom half of a lady? <laughs> Wait. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the head of a spider and the rest of it is the bottom half of a lady. I don't like no, that. And she's a very bit. lovely person, too. She's, yeah. she's the nicest person you're ever going to meet. No. I have a question, DM. Yes. Is this room an octagon? No. Dang it. Okay. You enter into this massive room, probably 60, 70 feet tall, rectangular in nature, but probably a good 90 feet across. It is dimly lit with just enough lighting to really cast the mood, you know? Of like an underground temple. Yeah, the light coming from Lester's staff is really ruining it, you know. <laughs> I just cover it with my. There are five back. pillars on either side, each one about ten feet apart. The room just beyond it, about thirty-five feet in front of you, you see a stone dais covered it's a in dais. blood. Is that a stone? It's a, it's oh, a it's like a it's a it's pedestal, a, like it's an a altar. Place to sacrifice things. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Like a small altar. With a uh, bejeweled piece of a rod left on the altar. As you approach, though, your excitement is quickly diminished as you look beyond and realize that bound in chains beyond this wall beyond at the far end of this is a gargantuan creature uh-huh this is what it this is, is covered in all black extremely disgusting looking plate mail you can see pieces of gold and silver and any treasure that you can imagine hanging from chains all over it and when i say gargantuan I mean, you guys come up to it, and its shoulders are as wide as this room. The head, it's the, you guys come up upon its head and shoulders as you realize that you are now standing in front of uh-huh. one of the six truths. Uh-huh. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's gross. Wow. That is quite the spectacle, though. We can't tell anybody. Just for, just for, the, just for the art of it. You have the big old room, yeah. and the room, the back wall of it, is literally the the guy. Yeah. Which is kind oh. of a little fluffy deal, I think. Um. Right. Uh. But we see the rod, like in the center, in the, in the center of the thing. Resting on the dais is. Oh, it's just resting there. Is okay. The sixth truth, or one of the truths, is it like in reach of the rod, or is it just imprisoned here, and we can retrieve the rod like easily? It's imprisoned here. The the level of the ground that you're walking on 
is equivalent to the top of its shoulders. Yeah. Its arms couldn't even get up to you guys because it's just it's up. Been, yeah, it's literally like it's, a vertical it's buried. Tube. Yeah, it's buried. It's I understand. Yeah. Yeah, it's like know. a missile silo. Uh, it's like a missile silo. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's like how they had Megatron all frozen, yeah. you know? Or like Syndrome's uh, rocket in the volcano. Exactly. Using all, all of the above. <laughs> using his telekinesis, Leshka will just very gently lift up the rod and levitate it over to Edward. You're like, we're just not even getting close to that thing. Well, yeah, he's just going to very gently lift it over to Edward, and he'll say, uh, well, Edward, you were the one sent to retrieve this. If you would like, I can... Here it is. If you would prefer not to touch it, because for understandable reasons, I could just drop it, like, into your satchel. No, no, it's... I have a feeling I'll have to touch it eventually anyways. Okay. And Edward will reach out and grab it. He'll take the rod. No. Uh, you received the piece called Rex. Um, as to what it can do, you're not quite sure yet. And no curses happen. I'm not, I don't get instantly killed. I, I you know, I don't I grow extra him limbs. On the I go, nice going, bud. <laughs> and do I get bound to Tarak with a little sigil on my arm? You know, are we good so on that due front? to the fact that you have a mode of creation, the curses surrounding the Rod of Seven Parts do not apply to you. Bro! Oh, shoot. Nice. This is crazy. Bro! Okay, I think, I think, I think I'm okay. I, this right. doesn't. It feels, it feels irresponsible um, to be holding something of this power. Feels right. Feels uh, nice. <laughs> we can't tell anybody, uh, and we must keep this safe. Edward puts it in his bag. <laughs> DM. Perfectly there, safe. I don't. Unfortunately, <laughs> Leshka, because he's a sorcerer, does not possess the identify spell. But would he be able to use Arcana to inspect the rod to get an idea of what it does on its own? Also, how are you alive? Shouldn't you be in a lot of pain since you're very far away from, from Lada? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, uh, Lada is dead. Leshka killed her. <laughs> I just assumed that maybe... You know, that is like, a great point that I hey, did not listen, even like, like begin they, to like, think of. chopped off if one of Lana's fingers and just kept it in a bag. It's like, I think, I think, I think... If Lanantari is involved... I was going to say, if Lanantari is the reason Leshka was there, I imagine she was able to safely sever the connection between the two. And... I just thought 10 minutes in and I decided not to tell And <laughs> given his proximity to Edward, who holds a moat of yeah, creation, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know... Well, I was going to say that... He, uh, suggests that she's been in his bag the whole time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's actually, actually right here. Part of the mode of creation does allow Edward to take over Leshka's part of the. I was going. I was going to give it to him. Yeah. Yeah. After After Leshka holds it and seems to be told, like or Edward holds it and told, is like totally fine. Like uh, Leshka will say, "Well, I mean, I guess now is probably as good a time as any, right, to give you this as he as he will produce the other part of the rod that he that Leshka possesses." Which part is that? Uh, that is... Let me double check. I wrote it down, but I forgot what it is. Uh, where is that? Where is that? Justi Justitia. 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 I see, I see. Nice. Okay. Uh, I... Yeah, but he will uh, offer the, the rod to Edward. 
I think... I think it... I'm torn. I don't know of anybody who's wielded two at the same time. And I'm worried about the chances of somebody recovering it from me. Alive or dead, too. But it is important that because I've been given this gift, I... I think it's part of my duty. I will take it, but I will not use it. Not yet. Nor Rex. And Edward, uh, like, puts out his hand to take the rod. Okay. Uh, he will place it in Edward's hand and let go. Edward puts it in his bag. Very nice. You know Nobody how the can centerpiece and the very end piece of, of the rod. Nice. Okay. Nobody can hear of this. Not one soul. Well, and... I do not know how long I am for this world, so I doubt that you'll have a lot of problem with me and my big mouth. <laughs> Track, you've served well. I'm... I mean, who knows? I might have like, let's not go talking. I might have like a year for all I know. Well, like yes, I but, like five but, but just in case, I, I, this is a gift far greater than anything else I could imagine to receive to see you once again and fight alongside. So thank you. And Leshka, you proved yourself today as necessary. Also, probably a little mad. Maybe, but We're in a necessary a kind mad, of way. <laughs> That's our secret. Maybe we are a bit mad. I have hope. <laughs> and this thing, any points to the truth? He's like, yeah, I have a thing. feeling we maybe should leave. Talk to it. You should talk leave. to what? Talk to it. Think about Can it. Can you Lushka. speak, creature? When else will we get this opportunity? Who else if has I had don't this think opportunity? It can speak, it's not I, 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 oh. I, it looks kind of dormant right now. If maybe I, it doesn't. Uh, maybe it doesn't speak common. Let's certainly not try to wake it up then, I suppose. Hello? Edward, if you remember... <laughs> yeah, it's like... The truths are not sentient beings. They're vessels controlled by the rod. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like robots. Oh, my God. Do we have a mech battle at the end of this? Yo, we're going to create the Megazord, dude. The Mega Truth. <laughs> that's yeah. The mega that's gonna truth. the mega truth. That's gonna be that's gonna be the true climax of the campaign. Is gonna be it like somehow it somehow somehow factory. two of the truths are gonna get unleashed and <laughs> and Edward is gonna have to control one one of them with one half the rod and and Clovar is gonna tr control the other one with the other half of the rod and they're just gonna have a big mech battle at the end. Well, the, the question is, old mech battle. Do, does that mean that one of them has the upper half and the other one has the legs, or or is it like split? Like I have the right side of the body and you have the left. Well, no, no, no. Well, well, Clovar has the left arm and the right leg, along with the right shoulder. Yeah, they in diagonals. <laughs> exactly. All right. So. Well, if it's not going to respond, I suppose we just leave. Yes. Edward to sketches an it. Certain future. Absolutely. Um, 
Edward. Is there anything else you two feel you need to say? I feel this is well, the perfect point. I mean, if if you would like, we could attempt to perhaps bury this again and destroy the or what remains of the ruins to hide mm. it again. That way. Is there any purpose? Well, I mean, I must wait a few days before I can. The truth is still here, though. The, the, it, this location is still important, so it is still it is still important to keep this place hidden, right? Mm. Perhaps. To be fair, if people didn't know about it before, they probably still won't know about it now. Oh yes, but the only people who would would be the orcs. Yes, however, I, I'm more pointing out the fact that it is a preserved place within a wasteland. After all, I mean, it was that beforehand, but the, but it's Why like not? even like less so now because it's like restored, you know. I mean, you guys I... can do whatever you want. I can only do what I do, like, once every few days, I think, at least, maybe a week or something, I can't remember. But it'll take me a while before I can even do anything at that magnitude again. I, if I'll come back if I feel we need to, okay? If only I, I had Meteor Swarm. Wrong sorcerer. For now, we need to make it out of this godforsaken desert again. I could just teleport us out. Oh, but where's the fun on that? We have so much. We, keep, we could show Tarak the key. What happens if the moment we leave the started wastes, I turn into dust and disappear? Tarak. Well, if that is the case, if I if I teleport us to the keep, then while you're turning to dust, you can see the keep. <laughs> why not take the three day walk out? We have time to talk, spend some time. I so still do you don't want, know. Do you want to Edward... take three days and talk and then teleport Look, to the keep? I lean in close to Leshkin and go, as far as I know, Edward is still a bachelor, and that's something that we really need to talk about, because... Oh, well, he's, he's married. Know. What? Yeah, he's... Yeah. I would love... And with that note, we're going to go ahead and end tonight's episode. <laughs> and I wasn't invited? <laughs> it was Thank a you guys. thing! It was so much thing. for watching. He's dead. <laughs> We love you guys. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you uh, like this content, come back next week. We should continue moving on. The whole group's gonna, the gang's gonna get back together next week. Woo. So life should. Damn Don't worry, you'll still get to down. see more of Tarak and Vizen as we gotta finish up their little jaunt this yeah. next week. Thanks for else. hanging out today, Anchored Hans. Thanks for saying hi. Oh, Boys does Edward level up? You guys level up to level twenty. Yeah. <gasps> Yeah, Edward for level up to level twenty. Let's go right now. Oh, oh, now hey guys, it's happened. Everybody it's happened. In the party is level twenty now. Woo. We're at the end of the road. We're, We're gonna have 20. some gnarly turns coming up. I can't uh, believe that. Devastating. I'm not looking forward to it. Nonetheless, <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching. We love you guys. Come back on Thursday for the table scraps. Sometime on Thursday afternoon. Check the Discord to know when that's gonna happen. Otherwise. Good luck and Godspeed, Dungeoneers. We will see you next time. Goodbye from Tarak, potentially Goodbye, forever. Thank you for watching the Paper Dungeon Podcast. For more content, check out our YouTube, Twitch, and TikTok at The Paper Dungeon, or check out our socials on Instagram and Twitter. For fun D&D talk and updates on the show, check out our Discord. With all that said, Good luck and Godspeed. We'll see you next time, Dungeoneers.